welcome everyone to the Top of the World podcast with with who? Joshua Hadley and and Justin Balanza, the man of the hour, the man with power, too sweet to be sour. The woman spent their men's regret planet Earth. You still don't know what's coming yet. A little slow on that one. You got through it, but you were a little, a little slower than usual. I feel like changes are up sometimes, you know. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta do that. You gotta do that. So, uh, Oscars. We th- we said at the end of the last episode that we were gonna be talking about. We were gonna watch all the movies. I watched all of them. Moose did not watch all of them, but I did. Uh, I you know, I was, I was really depressed. Like, like I can't put myself like like I like I I, I slept that like from like two p.m. to three p.m. Today, I'm mm. in a real rump. Oh, um, you know, I, I was just, I wasn't in a mood. I wasn't in the mood to do anything until like mm. I, I, today. I, like I went and bought an energy drink, and it's really helped. That's good. Well, I hope you start feeling better soon. Now, all right, we're gonna we're gonna be talking about the 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 Oscars first, and uh, yeah, we we have uh. The obvious thing, the the elephant in the room, we have to get out of the way first. So, uh, Chris Rock made a joke about Will Smith's wife, and goddamn, uh, Will Smith went up there, slapped Chris Rock, then he won the award for act, uh, best actor. <laughs> best actor, yeah. A little later, yeah. Make an apology, sort of. Yeah. <laughs> So the joke so, uh, was about her starring in GI Jane too because she's bald and she has the I don't remember what it, I don't remember what it's called the, the yeah she has a condition where she's condition. balding it's, yeah. I always it's it, it looks like alpaca <laughs> I'm not saying that to make a joke of it I just I don't remember the name I just know it looks similar to alpaca um yeah so, <laughs> so you're, you're probably right yeah Will was laughing at first I don't know what exactly happened there I know she, like it showed her like rolling her eyes looking upset. And then I don't know if Will saw her reaction, and that's what made him upset. Or if it was I, I, I think that's what just... it was—her reaction. Yeah. yeah, could have been that, or could have been like it was sort of like, you know, it's a Chris Rock's up there making jokes, and it sort of maybe didn't register for Will immediately. But it could have been that as well, or a mixture. I don't know. But are they are they having marital problems? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. with her yeah, I think... being a bit uh loose out there. I mean, I think, yeah, I think that's, they're having marriage problems. At first, Will Smith, oh, uh, that's funny, haha, and then they saw, he saw, Yeah. his wife didn't like it, and I guess he saw, I don't know what happened, if he thought this is an opportunity to do something, or what, because, like, uh, he didn't, he never attacked the guy that had sex with his wife, but. You know, guys, you can't make a joke about it. Yeah. I do think the joke was a little, uh, uh, just because it's like making fun of a medical condition, you know. But it's, de- it's definitely not like you don't in the middle of a fucking award show. You don't walk up but and smack the fuck out. How well known is that? Like, did Chris Rock know that? I mean, I would assume so. It, it's she's been very vocal about it, and it's why she's bald. She, if it was it's, a, it's been yeah, a very I mean, vocal it's thing. a medical condition. Me, I want to made a joke. If I didn't know, yeah, I'd go for it because you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are all. I mean, these are all famous people. Not to say yeah. that just because they have money, you can make fun of them. But they're when you yeah. put yourself in the limelight out there, like mm-hmm. you should be able to take 
some kind of like a you know hazing or I don't know hazing or like you well, should I think be the main issue people took was that it was just about an illness. Like if it wasn't about an illness, people probably wouldn't have a problem with it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, also, obviously, there are a lot of people who think it was staged. I, I don't, I, I don't think it was staged. The main reason why I don't think it was staged, fucking. After it happened, after he smacked him, he started walking away. Chris was like laughing, really like smiling a little bit. It looked like he thought that Will was like half joking with it at first. Yeah. And then once Will sat down and started screaming and like cursing and all that, then you could see Chris's expression just change completely. And he, he started yeah. he looked fucking scared for a moment. Chris Rock is not that good of a fucking actor. <laughs> like he, like he's, he's a good comedy actor. He, he can do somewhat serious. He's not that fucking good. Man, do you remember that time Chris Rock was in TNA? As a matter of fact, I do not. <laughs> it was so. Remember, I only see. I can only remember seeing one movie with Chris Rock. Was I think he was running for president, and like yeah. one of the places he goes to is total nonstop action wrestling. Oh wow! I did <laughs> yeah, see that movie. I didn't. I didn't know he went to TNA there. Wow, that was probably before I even knew what TNA was. That might be why. <laughs> you know, uh, I, I I think everything goes back to TNA, dude. Yeah. So so that happened, <laughs> but, but then Will ended up winning Best Actor for his performance in uh, King Richard, which is one of the movies we'll be talking about since it was nominated for Best yeah. Picture. Um, yeah. and you know that that happened. Uh, Oscars recently, just today, like they posted about how like apparently there was security there or police there that were going to arrest him, but they just didn't, which I. It sounds like they're trying to save face, basically. Like, like, I highly doubt that if they actually did have anybody there who was, like, ready to get them, that they just wouldn't. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, you know, I can understand him not being arrested because, you yeah. know, I, how much, it doesn't seem like the slap hurt Rock, I mean, Chris Rock too much. I mean, yeah. He, he's like, not, well, um, he's not pressing charges. Yeah, he's not pressing charges, so the police didn't arrest Will Smith, and I, you know, it doesn't seem like Will got him in the ear, which then it would have really hurt. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah. The I, best part though, well, memes, yeah. memes galore. <laughs> some some really funny, and then some fucking got James Corden doing a fucking parody of that Encanto song. But you don't you don't talk about we don't talk about Jada. He did it was uh. I don't, I don't, can James Gordon stop just everything in general? Stop uh, that guy. So so uh, he was in what cats. You, so what do you think about Smith doing that? I I I think it was really uncalled for. Honestly, like you know, even if it's a joke about his wife's medical condition, like I think he should have like said something. Not gotten on stage, not done any of that. Like, maybe not even said anything there, but, like, if, you know, when he ended up winning, going on stage, uh, maybe saying something there, like, hey, probably don't make fun of a medical condition, or, you know, after the show. But he shouldn't have got up and smacked Chris, like, live during a fucking show. Yeah. Mm. Made for great television, though. Like, made me <laughs> sorry I didn't watch it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's... Oh god, I didn't even know that it had like a Rotten Tomatoes page, but it has like a 17% rating or something like that. <laughs> Apparently the whole show was awful. 
I didn't, well, I didn't yeah, watch it I myself mean, either, but yeah. I mean, it's just people watch do watch these. I I can't. I mean, yeah, I, I just I just look at who won afterwards. Yeah. Uh, so when that happened, I was what? actually watch. That's where I watched when 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 I watched most of the movies. <laughs> I did. Yeah, I was watching one of the films. Uh, what day was it? What day was the Oscars? Sunday. Sunday? Yeah, I don't remember which one I was watching at that point, but I was watching one of the movies at that point. Um, so, speaking of the movies, we can get into them now. You said you want to do them alphabetically? Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, so there were ten nominees. I, saw... I watched all ten. I think you watch, You said you watched seven of them? You missed out on yeah. three? Okay. And so the first yeah, one, and I, well, the, alphabetically. The first one, the winner, I missed. I didn't watch it. Cola. That's not the first one. Belfast is B is before C. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm looking at Wikipedia and they got the winner. On the <laughs> yeah. Yes. So Belfast. Right, let's, let's start with Belfast. Um, yeah. I saw you like this one a lot on uh, Twitter. I, I really enjoyed it. I mean, I felt like uh, the reason I enjoyed it was it. Uh, what's the word? It really. Uh, like, I I like those old '60s westerns. I mean, I recognized most of them, if not all of them. Like mm-hmm. they had "Who Shot Liberty Valance" or even a yeah, actually they High like, Noon's a '40s film. But yeah, they had, like references to that, like music, musical cues and stuff. Yeah. I yeah. uh, oh, go on, go on. I'll let you talk first. I'll say this, and I'll say this too. I'll add it. Like it wasn't just that stuff that made me like it. Also, I felt like the st- the story had its own merits. Um, you know, st- some of the stuff that happened was fun, uh, intense. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, my ba- my favorite part was definitely when you know the IRA guy has the or was I don't even know if it was the IRA, the gangster guy had mm-hmm. the. Uh, yeah. Kid and you know High Noons, <laughs> the soundtrack from High Noons. <laughs> play, but also really like the uh, grandpa character, the talk. Yeah, yeah, he had with his grandson, and he was he, in you know. uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah, and Harry Potter playing one of Dumbledore's relatives. Although I don't remember him in that, but he had like a full Dumbledore kind of getup. Uh, <clears throat> for me, it's kind of weird. So like, I did a rankings for the for the whole thing. I gave each movie a rating, and I I ranked them. This one was eighth for me, and with a rating of six point six. Which again, I want to preface this. I, I I say again. I mentioned this to you before the podcast. Um, I'm one of those people who would put a five as like a average, not not bad. You know, five would be average. So six point six, pretty good. Um, the thing is, I don't know what it is about the movie, but just I just couldn't really get into it. I thought like everything about it, I thought was good. Like, I was watching it, I thought the acting was great. I liked the whole black and white thing they did with the occasional color for some other reason. Yeah, me too. Um, I thought the characters were likable. I thought the story was good. It's just, for some reason, I just had trouble getting into it. I just, it wasn't, like, maintaining my attention. But it's like, I thought that all around it was a really well-made movie. But just for some reason, I, it just wasn't getting there for me. But it was good. You know, I gave it a 6.6. 6. Uh... And, and and my favorite character uh, as well was uh, Pa Pop whatever it was over there calling him. Yeah. Uh, it was, uh, 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 yeah. Pa is the dad and Pop is Grandpa. Yeah. Yeah. I I really like Judy Dench too. She was a M in uh, the James Bond series. He was a yeah the grandma. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, and uh, I'll, I'll I'll say it too. I okay. gave I gave it a ten out of ten. I mean, I really yes. enjoyed it. But and yeah. I my rank my ranking system is probably just exactly the same as yours. For me, like a uh, ten is near perfect. You know, like not everything's gonna be perfect, but yeah, ten it's like enjoyed it all the way. Five is yeah. it's okay. And on I I. I Use IMDb's ranking system. So one is I absolutely didn't enjoy anything about it. Yeah. And yeah. on on IMDb, I have like over two thousand titles rated, and I have like twenty movies rated one out of ten. I've yeah, been ranking. Like, uh, uh, not... Yeah. Aside from aside from these, I've been ranking the anime that I've been watching and the Asian films, and uh, so they go anywhere from zero, it was like zero point zero, all the way to ten. So uh, that was B. We have Coda, the winner. That is the next one up here. Uh, which, uh, yeah, so this this one won. Uh, yeah, so I, I guess I'll be the one talking about it. I had this ranked number three, although I'm very much okay with this one winning. I gave it an 8.7. I thought it was great film. Uh, it was very entertaining. Uh, like, like I thought, it's, I just thought it was super entertaining. The acting was good. You know, uh, there was three characters. So, do you know what it's about? No, no idea. I, I, the only ones I knew what was about, I, I coming into it like I knew what Nightmare Alley was because it's a remake and well West Side Story yeah. because it was a play. Yeah. Uh, Dune. Uh, well, I knew Dune was because you know I, I never read the book, but I did watch the David Lynch film. Yeah. So Coda is about this family. It's uh the parents and the brother are deaf, but the daughter can speak, and she wants to become a singer, but she sort of has to like help her family with their fishing jobs. Like as a translator, so she's kind of like stuck in that position. And uh, the three deaf characters were all played by actual, actually deaf actors, which I thought was good. Um, the mom was actually she was in the Magicians TV show called The Magicians, which is one of my all-time favorite TV shows. She was in that, and that's how I knew she was like deaf in real life. And then I found out the other two in this were also deaf, so it's good that there's getting some representation for them and get like, getting actual deaf actors involved. It was again. It was a very entertaining movie. The acting was great. I, I there's not really much else to say. It's just I thought it was great. It was my third ranked movie. I am, although I'm very very okay with it winning. Let's see, and so moving on to there's a couple D movies here. So Don't Look Up would be the next one alphabetically. I I didn't know about Don't Look Up when I started. Eh. Uh, I laughed a lot. Like, hmm? I uh, I'll say this though. Like, I I love I love Meryl Streep. I, I like Jonah Hill, but I'm so over the. I'm so over MAGA and Trump. I I really wish he'd go away. And I didn't think the uh, I didn't think like the way they made fun of it was not I not that. It's bad. I just thought, like, uh, you know, I'm so done with this shit, and it's like, mm, yeah, yeah, and it's it's not really like a what I I felt like it was too on the nose. Like, you you know exactly what they're talking about. I you know I just wish they could have done their. Uh, I I I I think they could have made fun of MAGA doing it their own thing instead of just copying. Trump people actually do, you know, the past mm. and everything. Mm. 
so for a quick summary of the movie, for those who haven't seen it, uh, it's basically some scientists find out about this giant asteroid that's going to fucking destroy the entire world, and they're pretty much trying to get the message out there, and people are too fucking stupid to listen. And and the president, who is, I guess, you know, kind of kind of similar to Trump, although she's a, it's a she. Uh, that, that was Meryl Streep, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, she, like, refuses to do anything about it, essentially. And uh, so it ends up being so, this whole so, big so thing. So like of, the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah, basically, yes. Um, and it's it stars uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, Jennifer Aniston, not Jennifer Aniston, Jennifer Lawrence, different Jennifer entirely. Uh, I th- this was actually my favorite, which is yeah. I thing I w- I didn't expect this one to be nominated because apparently like this this one got like really mixed reviews when it came out. I think it has like a fifty five percent on Rotten Tomatoes, it's, like the worst review of all the ones. But for me, it was my favorite just because. I thought it was just super entertaining all the way through. Um, I found it very, very entertaining. It was it was very close between this and the one that I have for number two, which I'll get to when we get there. Uh, I gave it a nine point six. Uh, I thought you know, I don't know. I thought it was very entertaining. It was a lot, a lot of funny moments throughout. Um, I one of my favorite moments though was when Leonardo DiCaprio's character finally just fucking loses it on TV because you know he's very like calm and and trying to keep cool for the entire time, even though, like, Jennifer Lawrence is fucking freaking out. But then there's finally a point where he's just like, no, fuck this. We're gonna, oh, we're all gonna fucking die. And he starts, like, screaming. And it was, like, a very satisfying moment to watch. Yeah, absolutely. I, I gave it an 8 out of 10, which is on my ranking system. It's very good. Yeah. It's it, what I was saying before. Like, they made fun of the pandemic doing something different. Well, and I think they could done that with the mega stuff as well <laughs> like i think mm. I, I but i feel like uh meryl streep and jonah hill are different enough from donald trump and jared kushner to where they you know they they stand on their own as characters i believe will yeah being like a well making fun of trump and kushner yeah like uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I like like i said it really like it sort of like makes fun of what how we handle the pandemic like you know people call it the asteroid fake or whatever and we end up we just like the pandemic we end up like ignoring a problem so that people can make money and you know it turns out just like you know what i felt is very realistic is the super rich just screw us over to try to make a profit yeah i thought you know i thought that was great but also this movie had an absolute fucking banger with the ariana grande and kid cuddy did a, they did like a musical yeah, they, th- thing. Absolute banger. And I enjoyed Kid know, Cudi being there. I didn't expect that. Oh yeah, I didn't either. Hmm. I, I, I didn't like, like, I'm not a fa- fan of her, so probably, that, that was yeah. to me for, not quite the low point of the film, but I was watching, I was wondering, you know, alright, when are we gonna <laughs> get past this? I, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that brings us up to Drive My Car, which is one of the ones you said you didn't see. Uh, this yeah. was actually on my list to watch before before you had me watch these ten movies because it's it's one of the Asian films that I, like, I wanted to watch recently. It was long, to be honest. Um, it was the longest you know, movie on here. It's almost three hours, uh, and so it, it definitely slogged a little bit for me. 
However, oh, I should, I should probably also say what the movie's about. Um, it's about this uh, a screenwriter, I guess he was, uh, or playwriter. He was, he was, he was writing plays, and his wife. He finds his wife cheating on him with an actor, uh, but he doesn't like say anything about it. He just sort of goes about his life. He obviously like it, it emotionally fucks him up a bit, but like he doesn't actually say anything to his wife. He doesn't let her know that he knows. Eventually, she passes away, and he moves on with his life. It skips a couple years, and he starts to make a new play. Um, and the actor who fucked his wife gets cast in the role that he himself he used. I, I don't know. It's kind of complicated, but the point is, he's out here bl- bl- making a play. Uh, the drive my car aspect comes from uh, he gets injured at some point. He, it's like an eye injury, so he like either he like can't see out of one eye or he can barely see out of an eye, so he's unable to drive. Um, he he could still drive, but it's like a safety precaution, and he's very particular about his car and who drives his car. But they end up hiring this uh, this lady to drive his car for him, driving places, and so that like they end up forming sort of a bond. Um, yeah, definitely a slow burning movie, but. I thought it was really good. I actually gave it the same rating that I gave Coda, 8.7, but I put it just below it on the rankings at number four. I thought... I thought it was really good. It, um... Obviously, for people who are not fans of subtitles, you know, they, they wouldn't... Eh. But if you if you enjoy... Or if you're fine with reading subtitles for foreign language films, yeah, you should go for it. It's just, it's just, it's just a bit long, though. So if, if you're okay with that as well, because it's, it's almost three hours. It was a great one. Yeah, the films that's prop like that was gonna be the one I was I was I was thinking about watching next, but the time was a problem for me. Like, yeah, do I really want to like watch it. Also, three hours. Also, this is one of three films that had uh, sign language on here, because um, obviously Coda obviously had sign language. This one, the character wasn't deaf. I'm not sure exactly what was going on there. Um, the character wasn't deaf, but she, I maybe she was a mute. I'm not sure. But she only talked in sign language. But she, like, it, they made it clear at some point that she could hear. And then the other movie that had sign language is next up, alphabetically, Dune. Which the characters in that oh. weren't deaf either. Except except for one. There was one guy in like a plane sequence that was deaf. But like most of the characters weren't deaf, but they were still using sign language occasionally. Kind of strange. But yeah, Dune, uh, which... Th- this movie dragged, dude. <laughs> right. So, so I never read the book. I didn't watch the original. Um, I thought it was very Star Wars esque, and then I found out uh, afterwards while doing some research that apparently Star Wars took a lot of inspiration from the book. Oh yeah, dude. so that would explain why it was very Star Wars esque. Um, yeah, I, well, I agree that really it's right. Well, what really sucks. I'll say this when we talk mention Star Wars really quick. Like, it's really sucks. Like adopting books that Star Wars took inspiration from because. Everyone afterwards thinks that. These yeah, I think it's ripping off Star Wars. When, when it was really like the other way around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> like I remember, like so, John Carter got uh, like, "Oh, it's too much like Star Wars." Well, Star Wars ripped it off first, the book off first. Like it's, it's you know, it's, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to explain what this is about. Cause I'm, I'm still not entirely certain. Um, there's like a this kid. I think he's. I think the character is meant to be like fifteen or sixteen. Um, although he's played by 
Timothy Chalamet, I don't know how to pronounce his name, who was also in uh, Don't Look Up. Um, yeah. There's a lot of double actors in these, like like actors yeah, who are yeah, in two yeah. movies. Um, and he plays the main guy in this, and he has, like, like, his mom has some ability with, like, I don't know if it's, like, seeing the future or, like, in in dreams or whatever, but she's, like, trying to teach him, but apparently she's not supposed to. And it, it, uh, it, it's, a, it's a big, like, space... It's Star Wars, you know. Effect, it's, it's yeah. Um, uh, I thought first of all, I thought the acting was great. One one thing, one issue I took with it, it won best sound at the at the Oscars. It didn't win best picture, but it did win best sound and a bunch of other awards. I don't know if you had this problem, but I had this problem, and I saw a lot of people. Like I looked it up, a lot of people had this problem. Apparently, the movie was made to be not only watched in theaters, but to be watched in specific newer theaters. Because otherwise, most people have the problem that I had. The dialogue is insanely fucking quiet when you compare it to like the music and the and the effects. So like I had to constantly turn the volume up and down while watching it because uh, otherwise, either yeah, I, I, I wasn't gonna hear the dialogue or my ears were gonna get fucking blown off with the, with the other shit. I I didn't really have that problem, but it was uh, apparently a lot of people did. But apparently, it was supposed to be watched. In not just a movie theater, in a new movie theater, which you know, great if you're able to go to one of those for this. But I mean, it's a lot of people who are gonna be. It came out like alongside the movie theater release. It came out on HBO Max as well, like at the same time. So there's a lot of people who are not seeing it in that way, and you know. But that said, thought the acting was great. Uh, I did feel it dragged on. Well, it, it it felt I, like there there wasn't. Like the, a, I feel like the acting really. Uh carried this film like yeah yeah um i felt like even though it was over it was about two and a half hours it felt like not a lot actually happened during all that time well it's only half the, it's out. only half the book this film yeah was yeah. only half the book yeah um apparently like the the old movie for this like there was an, an older one apparently that one yeah. uh did like all the stuff that this story did like this one story did like, like it got through as much of this story in like I don't know, it was like an hour and a half or something like that. Yeah. And then yeah. they did like extra shit in that movie. Um Well well they did so, the whole book, which where yeah. you know you had to skip over yeah. like a lot of the stuff that yeah. happened. So I know like people who read books and then watch movies, they want like the movies to be as accurate to the books as possible. I I don't think they needed this much detail. It was a bit if, if, a bit too with much. this much detail, like uh, one of my friends said this like it might have been better as a mini series. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Um, I gave it a 7.7. It was number 6 on my list. I still thought it was a really good movie, obviously, with a 7.7 rating. Um, Definitely, like, the acting really helped a lot. Uh, A lot of the characters were really likable. Timothy Chalamet did well. I don't know if I'm pronouncing his name well. Um, Jason Momoa, I didn't even know was in the movie. I didn't know Batista was in the movie. (laughs) I enjoyed them. And, you know, I'm, I'm... I'm... I think the sequel is probably going to be better since that's like the second half of the book, and typically like shit picks up in the second half of stuff. So I'm hoping that the uh, the sequel ends up picking up a little more. Uh, uh, I gave the movie an eight out, and I might drop like next time I see it, I might drop it to a seven. I, mm. I, it, it, it does really drag, um, and honestly, as much as I like this film, you know, it doesn't it, like the ending, like. It, I, it ends in the middle of the book, which isn't like much of a climax, honestly. I mean, yeah, not... yeah. 
and I, it, it doesn't like you know if it wasn't for the acting like uh, mm-hmm. we need all the same people I, I think like they could make it work it'll probably I mean it'll probably be just as good if not better but yeah. You know, if there's not a part two, it's not gonna like ruin my life or anything. Mm. Uh, well, there's it's already being made. Um, I believe that brings us to King Richard alphabetically here. With the uh, oh, award oh, oh. award-winning performance yeah. from Will Smith. Yeah, Will Smith. Will Smith won Best Actor after slapping the shit out of Chris Rock. Uh, <laughs> so this is a based on a true story about the father of Selena and and why am I blanking on her fucking Venus. name suddenly? Venus Williams, who apparently, so, here's the thing, I didn't know they had sisters, I, I thought it was just those two, and I knew, I, I knew a Williams sister had died years ago, from, I think, like, there was a song that said, like, rest in peace, or whatever, and for some reason, like, I knew Serena wasn't dead, so I thought this entire time that Venus was dead, but, but no, it was one of the other ones, so I found, I found that out here, um, yeah, so it's about Venus and Serena, and, like, their dad raising them up to be tennis players, and, uh, Will obviously played King Richard himself. Um, I this Richard one I put Williams. number five. Yeah, I put this number five. I gave it just a tiny, like little bit less rating than I gave Coda and Drive My Car. I gave it a eight point six or eight point five. Um, I thought it was really good. I thought yeah, I, I, I really you know, enjoyed it too. Will's performance. I mean, he won Best Actor. I I, I thought he did great in the movie. Um, Absolutely, it was entertaining. You know, emotional at times. I liked the uh, the one actor in it. I don't know his name. The guy who played the coach, the main oh, coach yeah. character. Yeah. Yeah, I really, I, I thought, I thought he really did a really good job too. Yeah. I was surprised there was so much focus on Venus. I didn't realize that she was like the the, the bigger star of them at first. I, I didn't know that. You know, I didn't even know Venus was a person until I saw this film. I only knew about Serena <laughs> Williams <laughs> but, but yeah. before before watching. This. <laughs> I, I did a good job. Um, I, it highlighted not only the positives about King Richard himself, but the, the negatives as well, which you don't yeah, yeah. usually get highlighted so well. Um, so I like that. And I, yeah, that was really good. Um, yeah, I gave it a nine out of ten. If I did the point thing, I might be exactly the same as you. Um, mm. uh, yeah. this uh, this film has the same problems as any biographical film. Like, uh, I really enjoyed Chaplin or whatever else. Like, you can't you can't possibly show everything. It, it, it's like adopting yeah. the like. Imagine if. They try to do everything. It would have been like watching Dune. Like, oh, you know, every the acting is great, but damn, this is really <laughs> uh, like speed it up a little bit. Yeah, you know, um, yeah, uh, good length. Uh, you know, of course they couldn't show and everything, but I did. Let, I as well like that. You know, it wasn't all positives. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, maybe they could have shown more than negatives, but that that's there at all was good, and you know, I think. Uh, we saw Richard Williams, you know, trying to do better and learn. You know, yeah, nobody's perfect. Yeah. And I think that was a yeah. great, uh, you know, a great character development. Yeah, well, you know, as, uh, growing as a human, I suppose. 
Uh, and my, my, well, my friends, uh, when I watched it with them said, uh, gee, I can't believe they, uh, finished on, uh, Venus losing. I had to tell them, like, well, you know, Rock, Rocky ends with, uh, Rocky, Rocky losing as well. And that one, best picture when it came out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, great. That takes us to licorice pizza. All right. Uh, let, let me. Uh, explain what I could believe is a close enough example or, or uh, summary of the movie. Uh, it's about this fucking like child actor. He's a teenager, fifteen, who like falls in love with this twenty-five-year-old woman. Cause yay, pedophilia. Well, um, well I think uh, uh, not love. I think he falls in lust with her. Yeah, um, well, yeah. Like, that... If they do love each other, I mean, it probably develops towards the end of the film. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean that though. But, um, that, and so, like, he just basically spends the movie trying to get with her, and at first she's like, nah, dude, you're a child, that's illegal, then eventually she fucking goes for it, I guess. uh, Say your things about this movie before I get into all the negatives that I have about it. Imagine Lolita with the gender roles reversed and, um, the older person presented more in a positive role. <laughs> well, this, uh, I I thought this film was funny, not 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 as funny as Don't Look Up. I rated that higher. Yeah. Um, yeah. What what I, the age thing was weird, uh, you know, and there's like uh my favorite part definitely that's if I remember this film in 5 years is it's gonna be the scene where, uh, what's her face has to um, drive that car backwards. I, I think mm. like I, I can't remember ever. I can't remember that happening in any other film. Not that I'm saying it's never happened. I can't remember anything like that yeah. in any other film. Mm. I thought that was really original. Uh, fu- uh, super fun. Um, I think everyone did. Good jobs acting. Mm-hmm. Uh, my negatives is the ending was weak to me. Like, like really, like, it, like he has to be what sixteen and she's she he has to be fifteen. Like 16 and so, he was he, he was fifteen and she was twenty five. I thought it, must yeah, it all like, happens I, within yeah it all happened within like one year. They they didn't age by the end. It made it seem like they did, but apparently, like I looked it up afterwards, they were still same age. So that like 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 that to be the ending was like really cringe to me. Mm. Um, <laughs> the uh, there was no payoffs on any of the side things that happened. Like we, I, I assume I'd say the politician was gay. There's nothing on that, or the stalker dude, or. Mm. There's not nothing on any of the people she meets. Um, there, there was nothing on the them. Uh, pranking or doing whatever to the Barbara Streisand's boyfriend. I mean, it was funny him showing back, and I mean that was funny when he just, you know, leaves with those girls. But you know, it's. <laughs> It it felt I mean, like a, a sequence. It felt like a bunch of like unrelated sequences that were just like overall yeah. wrapped in in the relationship. 
and then yeah, there's just like uh, uh, just move from one sequence to the next. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It felt like that. In, but I enjoyed the film. I gave it a seven out of ten, which is on my scale good. I'd watch it again, not right away, but like I could see mm-hmm. me watching it next year. You know, just to check it mm-hmm. out or something. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, so obviously you were, you know, you have a lot. Yeah, you have different thoughts yeah. on the film. So yeah, so I gave it a three point five out of ten, which is uh, not good. Uh, I'll I'll start off by saying the positives, the little bit of positives I have. I thought at times it was entertaining. There there were moments I thought was entertaining, and uh, I loved Bradley Cooper's uh, whole shtick in the movie. He was only there for like three scenes, but I loved. His performance, I thought, like that was the most entertaining part of the movie to me. Um, I thought he was it was really funny. Now the negatives. Obviously, I have the pedophilia thing. Romanticizing pedophilia is, uh, uh, and I thought that if it was a fifteen-year-old girl and a twenty-five-year-old guy, like there would have been a lot bigger of a problem for m- many people. Um, so there's that. Uh, another thing yeah, that's is probably true. So in this movie, right, like. The whole, the main thing is that they're getting together. Like them getting together is like the main thing you're trying to push to, which means you want people to want that. You want them to root for that. Uh, aside from the fact that it's pedophilia, so I wasn't rooting it for it for that reason. I also thought that the characters were just incredibly unlikable. Most of the characters in the movie, but especially the main two, they were just super unlikable to me for me the entire time. I so I had no reason to want them to get together or be happy or whatever the fuck. Like I had no reason to root for them because I just thought they were super unlikable. There's that. Uh, there's again like the whole thing where like it seems like it's just a bunch of different unrelated events that just sort of happen. Uh, there's also this dude's 15. I get that he's an actor. I get that it's in a different time, but he's 15 and he's just out here like owning businesses, and numerous ones in one year, and like nobody finds that weird that this fucking 15 year old's like owning a fucking arcade or whatever yeah, it was yeah, at one point, the- and a fucking water waterbed fucking restaurant or restaurant uh store. Like it's, so, I, I don't yeah, assume I, like his mom was the, you know, legal owner of these things. And she was never even there though. Like she, it was just him, at the fuck all the places just by himself. And I don't know. It it I it's just uh, the whole thing was weird to me. I I didn't find any of the characters likable. I did enjoy the Bradley Cooper's character wasn't necessarily likable. He was kind of a piece of shit, but he was at least entertaining. And he's the kind of guy you're not supposed to root for, you know? So it's fine to think he's a piece of shit if you're not supposed to root for him. Which I'll get into in the other Bradley Cooper movie, uh, Nightmare Alley, when we get to that. Um, which I think that is actually next, I believe. Yeah. Uh, so, Nightmare Alley, it's by, by uh, what's his name? What's the fucking, I, don't, I never remember how to pronounce the guy's name. Guillermo del Toro or something like that? Something. Um, this is... It's a, it's, a re- it's a remake of the uh, ni- oh, 1947... Yeah. I never saw that one, um, but uh, I, I'm i going to get this out of the way right away. This was my number two film. It was just barely ranked under Don't Look Up. I have it at 9.5. This, um, this is my number one film. Hey. Uh, so, to describe it, uh, it's about, like, this fuck, the people that are in, like, a circus kind of kind of deal. Uh, yeah, like, it, it's a circus. circus you know, it was kind of funny. I pointed it out, like you know, it's the birthplace of pro wrestling, and they kind of have a like, thing <laughs> there. And the, yeah, they have like the um, kind of pro wrestling setup. Kind of like funny though, like the uh, 
dwarf characters. Like, like, yeah. like, like how it was, like uh, how it started. Where, all right, anyone can get into this ring and beat me. Like, you know, that's yeah. Um, so it's yeah, the main character is Bradley Cooper, who again was in. He's another one of the uh, actors who are in two different movies here. Although he had a, he was the main guy in this one instead of having a kind of smaller role in the other one. Um, and uh, I can never remember the name of the woman. Munarar, Munamari, Munamara. That might be it. I think something like that. Uh, she was the she played his love interest, um, and he like his thing is he does like a he tries to do this like magic shtick where it's like he he can read people's thoughts. He's, he's psychic, I guess, um, but obviously he's not actually. Uh, so like they're trying I to mean, trick uh, people with that. Yeah. If- I would recommend people checking out Orson Welles talking about what a cold tell is and how these they they kind of explained it in the film, but you know uh, yeah uh, they, they, what they what they, I don't think they use the word cold tell or the phrase cold tell, but it's what they're doing is cold tells you know like mm. oh you know you just if it's a man you know you're probably gonna have a problem with their father or something yeah um, you know in Orson Welles' example it says oh. Oh, you got a scrape on your knee. Like, what What kid didn't get a scrape on their knee, you know? <laughs> so, I think I was talking about before with uh, the last movie about, like, unlikable characters, but then you're supposed to be rooting for them. In this one, Bradley Cooper's character starts off as likable, and then about halfway in the movie, there's, like, a little bit of a time jump with him and the lady running away. In the second half, all of that likableness goes away. He starts to be, like, revealed as this kind of shitty person, but then at that point, you're not supposed to root for him. The, the film doesn't want you to root for him. They want, the film makes you want him to have a bad ending, which he does. And it's really satisfying. That's how you should handle unlikable characters, not fucking have them be the stars of the show in a way that <laughs> you're supposed to root for them. Um, I thought this film was it's very entertaining. The acting was great. Um, it was very interesting. That was a very Absolutely. interesting movie. They very interesting takes on some stuff. Um, and again, like I thought, I thought out of all these films, I thought this one had the best ending. It had a very satisfying ending for me. I'll, I'll say this: uh, this followed Nightmare Alley from 1947 to a T. Like the whole story is the same. Normally, I don't like remakes, but this is so far uh, from the 1947 film that you know, like oh, you might as well do a remake and. And it's one of the few times I can think of where the newer film is absolutely better. I mean, the of course all the uh, sets are a lot nicer. All the it's in color, which is great. Uh, all the, um, the acting, the acting is honestly better. Like, uh, the, I mean, the ending is exactly the same, but you know, Bradley, he look, he looks like you know his the, acting there was fucking incredible. Like, the whole, like, where he's, like, trying, like, he starts off laughing, or no, he starts off crying, then he starts laughing, but then he goes back to crying, and it's just the way he, like, seamlessly goes through them to the point where you could tell, like, he's kind of like, oh, well, you know, this sh- I had this shit coming, but also, oh, God, what the fuck, why is my life gonna be this? And it's not like that in the 47 film. In the 47 film, he just looks at him and, yeah, I know what the geek is. I was made for that. <laughs> like, 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 he says it like yeah. that. <laughs> I mean, yeah. this is. I mean, this, this. Like I said, this is one of the few times I I can see where the remake is far better in every yeah. way, really. Yeah. 
I thought it was a fantastic. It was very hard for me to choose between this and Don't Look Up as my favorite. It was, I thought this was fantastic. And yeah, definitely. I I don't think Bradley was even fucking nominated for Best Actor, which I think is a fucking shame. It, it's too bad. He, he did a fantastic job here. Um, yeah. Gee, you know, I, I, I even have a hard time figuring out what my favorite part would have been. I mean, I could watch, I could, I could watch this movie, rewatch this movie right now, and I'd enjoy yeah. it just as much. Yeah. Super good, super good movie. Uh, so I'm assuming you give it a ten if it's your favorite. You get yeah, it yeah absolutely, 10. ten out of ten. Yeah, 10 out of 10. yeah, yes. Um, let's see, I think that brings us to the power of the dog. I, I, I didn't watch that one. Didn't watch that one. Uh, okay, so it's, it's uh. It's a western, uh, starring Benedict Cumberbatch, weirdly, because um, him in a western kind of seems strange. Um, which it's I, I don't know how to describe what it's about exactly, but like his character, so his brother in the movie marries. I don't know if he actually marries or just gets with uh, this this other lady, this one lady, and like he doesn't like her. Like Benedict's character doesn't like her, and that starts this whole thing. I don't, he was gay. That's I know that's a big plot point. Like it, like something that gets revealed. Like he he keeps talking about this old friend he had, and then you find out that he, him and the friend were gay. I I don't. It, I, it's hard to describe. I thought it was good. I didn't. I wasn't like super hooked on it. It was kind of kind of felt like a little bit of a slog for me. Um, I gave it a seven point two and put it at number seven on my rankings. I thought it was good. The acting I thought was great. Um, and it, it took an interesting turn. Because like the the lady that his brother gets with, she has a son who's like I don't I don't know if it's supposed to be like seventeen or eighteen somewhere around there, maybe sixteen, I don't know. Um, and Benedict's character like starts shitting on him immediately, but to the point where he sort of apologizes to him and starts to like, sort of take him in a bit, and kind of wondering like, is this legitimate? Is he just trying to fuck with the kid? And it ends up being legitimate. Like, he actually tries to, like, make amends with him and tries to teach him. And it seems like he actually starts to really care for him until the ending where Benedict's character dies. And it's I think it's implied that the kid kills him by way of poison um, because of some stuff that led to, like, how he died. Because uh, apparently, because, like, Benedict's character at that point wants to go after the, the girl, the lady, um... Because she like got rid of his skins, like his uh animal hides, I think it was, which he was using to make a gift for the son. I don't know, it's kinda weird, but like it's implied that the son kills him, even though like he's starting to actually really get along with him because he's trying to protect his mom. I don't know. It's a strange, strange movie, but I thought it was good. Uh it just it was just kinda slow for me. And you have no opinions because you didn't see it. So on to the, yeah. I think the last one, which is West Side yeah. Story. You know, which yeah, for for those who don't know, if if, there, if there's anybody out here who doesn't know, it's Romeo and Juliet. It's that kind of story, but like yeah, a modern yeah. version. I say modern, but like modern compared to Romeo and Juliet, because I'm pretty sure it takes yeah, place yeah, in like the sixties or the, something. The stage, the stage play came out in uh, 1957. And yeah. there was a 1965 movie or something like that. Yeah. It was made by Steven Spielberg, this one, not the original. Which apparently, like, it's the, it's the only musical he's ever going to make, but it's one that he's wanted to adapt for a long time. 
Yeah. Yeah, so, um, I think, uh, yeah, go on. I just watched the 60s film, like, last month. I mean, it's kind of... Yeah, very, very fresh. Uh, very fresh in the mind there. Yeah, yeah, very fresh in the mind. I'll say this. the I like the 60s film beginning more. With this one, I was like... Uh, I was like, it was hard for me to get into, but eventually I got there. I think... The beginning of the sixties film, like not not the first couple minutes like that. That's like, come on, let's get to something here even there. <laughs> but mm. but I, I like the Jets intro more in the sixties film, but I feel like a lot of the a lot, a lot of stuff was done better in the newer film, like uh like my favorite part of uh this new film is the America song where they're Mm. In the old film, they're just on top of the apartment building singing that. In this new one, they're all over New York. It's far better, in my opinion. Mm. Uh, I thought so. I gave it a five point one, which again for me that would be about average. I I thought it was good. It's just I'm not really big on musicals. the The only real musicals I like are musical episodes of TV shows that aren't usually musicals. <laughs> uh, like The Magicians every year would have a musical episode. Um. And I'm I'm also like a big fan of the kind of music that they would do on the magicians. Like they did covers of uh, "Under Pressure" and and stuff like that. I I just I eh, with this, but I thought it was really well done. I feel like if I was a fan of musicals, then I would have really liked it. Uh, I thought the acting was good, the performances were good, like the the musical performances and uh, the the choreography, all that. I'm just I'm just not really a, a musical guy. Uh, and this actually got like... a best supporting actress. It might have got best supporting actress and best actress. Well, best actress in a comedy slash musical. The the main girl in this got that, and then best supporting actress in general. Uh, the her sister, or was it her sister? The sister. I think it was her sister. I think it was her sister in law. I think the the guy. Was oh wait! Her oh brother. oh wait! The guy was the brother, and the this lady. And, yeah, she was with the, the, the brother. Yeah. Yeah, so her, she she got the best supporting actress one. And a little bit of trivia: the uh, old lady who was running the shop. She she won she won best supporting actress for the uh, the first the side yeah. story movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. So you know, what, what did you rate this one? I I gave it I get you know I gave it the same exact rating as I gave the sixties film when they got a ten. Um, mm, nice. Kind of slow at parts, but I in most of the time I was enjoying it. Yeah. And there we go. So I'm, I'm gonna go really quickly over you know, my. Uh... I'll say real quick, oh, yeah. you know, I I I enjoy musicals a lot more. Like I really like yeah, you do a little dandy. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like producers. I said, if you're a fan of musicals, this was probably a fantastic movie for you. If you're a fan of musicals, um, I'm gonna really quickly go through my list now. Now we're finished. Uh, sorry, I got number 10. Number 10, Licorice Pizza, 3.5. West Side Story, uh, 5.1. Belfast, 6.6. The Power of the Dog, 7.2. Dune, 7.7. King Richard, 8.5. Drive My Car, 8.7. Coda, also 8.7. Nightmare Alley, 9.5. And Don't Look Up, 9.6. Although it was, it was very hard to decide between those two for the top spot. Alright, so... I, I remember what I rated these. Licorice Pizza, but that... Just like the most... The, I still gave it a seven out of ten. I thought it was good. Um, uh, Dune. 
I'd probably rate it a 7 next time I see it, but I gave it an 8 this time. I mean, I really enjoy science fiction films. Um, mm. Let's see. I'd probably... Um, looking at these, I'd probably go with Don't Look Up next. I mean, the thing is, like, uh, with the, it's low on my uh, scale, on the rankings, but all these films have good ratings. I gave that 8 out of 10. Yeah. Um, really enjoyed yeah. What's that story? Like I said, I enjoy musicals more than you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at the list. I gave King Richard a nine. I mean, you know, it's hard to do these biographical films, and you know, they did great with what they were able to do. Um, yeah. Uh, Belfast. I gave that a ten out of ten, but I, you know, for number one, Nightmare Alley. The mm. top for me Fantastic movie. Fantastic yeah. movie. And there we go. There there were the Oscar Best Picture nominees. Is this going to be a thing we do uh, yearly? I don't see why not. Yeah, I think that'd be interesting. Um, do you have any particular like best performance for this? Like, the actor you think, you know, actor or actress you think did the best? Wasn't all oh, of these films like Shoot. Yeah, out of these ones, I thought Will Smith did a great job, but uh, the people, the, the actors in Dune really carried that. Honestly, mm-hmm. <laughs> like the, mm-hmm. something watchable, like you, you really have to. I'd have to give them a nod. Mm. I probably would have went with Bradley Cooper um, in Nightmare Alley. Although, again, he was the only thing I liked about Licorice Pizza as well, so he did great in that. <laughs> and he, poor guy, didn't even get fucking nominated. Some goddamn bullshit. Um, uh, apparently the father in Coda, I believe, won Best Supporting Actor, which I thought was great. Yeah, that that movie was fantastic. I'm not at all upset that it went over uh, the other two that I have higher listed for, for Best Picture. I, I, I it, it deserves it. And, uh, yeah, now with that out of the way, and uh, I guess uh, we'll be doing this again in a year, but for now... Uh, we have one other thing we're going to talk about before before we get to that fan mail, and we're going to do six questions this time instead of three because last week we had a guest on, so we didn't do any uh, fan mail. I I checked the emails to you know, so we got questions on the topics for uh for uh what we're talking about today. Um, look at that! Look at that! All right, what, so, what's first? Sorrow from. Earl in China, Gear Gopher. Okay. Been yeah. a fan for a, a while, a couple months. You know, I'm really enjoying the podcast. I, I know you guys are talking about the Oscars, so why don't you tell us what's your favorite film ever? So what's your I don't know. Like that, that's that's something I can never like answer because I I don't know. There's so many fucking amazing films that have happened. Um. It's it's so hard for me to try to think of one specific film uh, that I would put as my favorite. I know, because um, I actually have rankings for the Asian films that I've watched. I know I have Parasite at number one there, with a perfect 10. I have three films that I gave a perfect 10. One was Parasite, one was Old Boy, and then one was Hope. All of those three were fucking fantastic. A Taxi Driver has a 9.9. That's my next one on there. Um, but I, I don't know. I really don't know what I would say is my all-time favorite. There's so many fantastic movies. It's so hard to keep track of you know which ones would be that high up for me um like i could 
possibly think of maybe what what are some of my like favorite films for specific genres. Like my favorite um superhero film is probably either Deadpool or Deadpool Two because I fucking loved both of those. Uh, favorite horror movie is probably one of the fucking It movies, like one of the remakes of It. Uh, I don't know what my favorite overall movie would be though. I don't know. So so that's uh not not really a great answer, but that that's the answer I have. Yeah, my, my, Sorry, uh, Earl. Yeah, over down in China. Uh, my favorite Do film is Hunter. Excuse me. Hmm. Oh, there you go. Look at that. Fucking for me, yeah, I can't even think of one. This is like easy. Manhunter. Boom. Done. Well, and I'll say that like it's my favorite, and I love the film. I mean, and, I, and you have to love it because it's my favorite. It's not perfect. There's problems with the film, but you know, I'm I'm always able to look past it. And, I enjoyed it every time I watched it. I, it was just like Nightmare Alley. I could like after after the podcast, I could just throw it into the Xbox and watch it, and I'd I'd enjoy it. But um, yeah. I know you did different categories with the. You know, I remember for our old forum, we did rankings. I remember for horror films, either The Shining or John Carpenter's The Thing was my top horror film. Um, hmm. Science, or, and there's even, shoot, there's even Alien, you know, when we get into categories, I'm like, is it this or is it that? Like, <laughs> uh, I think my, I think my favorite musical is the, uh, you're talking about categories you don't like. <laughs> my favorite musical <laughs> might be that uh, Scrooge movie from the 70s, that was great. Hmm. Or, or it could be Yankee Doodle Dandy. Mm. Um. Uh, my favorite western is might be High Noon. Or... I'm not really big on westerns in general, but um, my favorite one would easily be Django, since that's like one of the few westerns I actually like. I didn't like Django as much. Hmm. Um, you enjoy that their uh, their Quentin but... Tarantino. You know, with Quentin, it's either I love his movies or. You know, I think I'm, I'm just watching and thinking, what the fuck? Sometimes it's just movies he's starring in. Like, I know everyone loves the vampire one. That one's ass to me. Mm-hmm. I, know I, I haven't seen that, that. Yeah. Um, I, I, maybe it counts as a musical. I mean, it's, it's got music. Uh, Inside by Bo Burnham. That's probably my favorite quote-unquote musical. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's, let's go to the next question. Um, yes, let's go. All right, dear. Uh, this is from uh, this is from Terry in Argentina. Mm-hmm. Dear Golfer, yeah. I I know I know you're a big wrestling fan, and WrestleMania weekend is coming up. For me, the match I'm looking forward to most is Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. I'm wondering, of all the matches and all the promotions happening this weekend, which one are you looking forward to the most? Uh, well, I'm not watching WrestleMania. I'll say that right now. I am not watching either oh, th- night of it. I'm... Th- thank, th- thank, fuck. Like I, I. I... <laughs> you don't have to watch it either. That's that's fine. Oh, um, shit. I mean, I'm gonna be I... out watching another wrestling show live when the first night of WrestleMania happens, and I just don't want to fucking watch the second night either. So <laughs> I'm not gonna be watching them. Um, I I wish I fucking wish I was able to go to Ring of Honor because that card is fucking stacked. Um. I would probably something on that card would probably be my 
like most anticipated one. I I am gonna watch it. I'm not gonna watch it live because I won't. Uh, it's it's like fucking fifty minutes away. So Ubering there and back would be like a hundred and fifty dollars or some shit, plus like ticket for the show. Um, but Jonathan Gresham versus Bandito will probably be the fucking match of the week for me. That one or Briscoes versus FTR is gonna be fucking insane. Um, we'll we'll the, go down the car though when the. Um... Yeah, it's like that that whole that whole show that whole show is fucking stacked. Um there's some matches that the shows that I'm gonna be going to that I'm looking forward to. Minoru Suzuki versus Barrett Brown should be fun. I i my first time seeing Minoru Suzuki live. Uh Barrett Brown's poor chest is gonna be <laughs> Ooh. Hearing a Minoru Suzuki chop in person is gonna be fucking crazy. Um So yeah, the, but yeah, I would say probably Gresham versus Bandito would be the, the match I'm most excited for. Hmm. Alright, I'm on our world championship. Alright, alright. Uh, let's see. Also, I'll be I'll be seeing Bandito live. I don't remember who he's facing, but he is going to be at, at one of the shows I'm doing. Yeah? Or going to, oh. yeah. Because I'm going to be going to six shows. Five of them are going to be in the same day. It's going to be 15 hours straight of wrestling. Oh, my poor <laughs> ass and my poor feet are going to be fucked. Uh, and then and then I'm going to VIP Mania. I ended up getting a ticket for that. That's what me and Moose went to back in 2016. It's right after WrestleMania, like directly. We we drove from Mania to the show. This time I'm not going to Mania, so I'm just going straight to the show. And uh, that's where Minoru Suzuki is going to be uh, facing Barrett Brown. And looking forward to that. Let's see. Uh, there you go, Terry. Um, we're, we're, yeah. I mean, we know you're looking forward to Brock and Roman. It, uh, I'll probably be good, but we don't. Like, I don't want to. Ter- Terry, like- Terry's probably looking forward to uh, Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio versus The Miz and Logan Paul. I mean, he probably is. Yeah, he probably that's, is. You know, that's the big money match right there. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's the next question? From uh, from Stan in Idaho, dear dear okay. Gopher, uh, the first time I've ever uh, listened to. Watched anything by you was last week when you had Joe Evans on the podcast. Uh, really appreciate appreciate you guys uh, ex- giving exposure to a libertarian. I'm just wondering, like, uh, uh, what, like, what were your thoughts on, well, what what's gonna be last week's show, and uh, are you gonna have more political guests on your podcast like that? Uh, well, that's up to Moose. He's the one who has the 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 insider. Uh, the, situation the connections. there, you know, yeah, he got the connection, so it's up to him. I would, I would like to, I would definitely like to. I enjoyed having Joe here. Um, I didn't agree on everything that he said, but I thought he was a really nice guy. Um, yeah. and I agreed with some of the stuff he said, and you know, it, it was, it was just pleasant. Like even the stuff that I didn't agree on, it was just pleasant being able to talk about it, you know, and and not there was no like, no conflicting. We weren't arguing. I mean, I barely talked, yeah. but. In general, like he, there was no like confrontational nature to it. There's no M ever or like uh, yeah, which is a really and and I got him to say fuck white people with no condom, uh, which is really cool. Like I got a pol- I got a politician to say that, so that's a highlight of my fucking month, highlight of my year right there. Getting the politician to say that, um, yeah, I I like Joe. I hope he does well, and I would love uh to have more politicians on the podcast. I'd like to have more people in general on the podcast. But I would also like to have more politicians yeah. specifically. So. But that's up to Moose if, if he can get us. <laughs> <laughs> that one would be very confrontational. <laughs> you want to Cancun, you son of a bitch? I had no power for three days. Oh, God. 
Alright, what's uh, so so usually we would end the uh the mail at that point, but since we didn't do any last uh, week, we're making we're up do three we're more. Up. Yeah. Make it up for it. Three more. What's number four here? Well, it's been every week now and well, except last week and Is from muffin? muffin. Yep, there's one. Dear white man. When That's Donald me. Duck gets out of the shower, why does he put a towel on a towel when he doesn't normally wear any pants? Uh, you know, I think I think you just uncovered the whole fucking plot there. I think uh, I think we need to start looking into this. I don't I don't know why. I think I think we need to start looking into this. We gotta get a fucking. We gotta hire a private investigator to find this shit out. <laughs> I mean, it is a good. You're on something, like... Muffin. Yeah. You know you know what, Muffin Man? I'm gonna hire a private investigator. He's gonna look into it, and I'll get back to you. Ah. <laughs> uh. Muffin, we're, we're gonna get on this. We like we 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 gotta do the research. And, like it, yeah, it is yeah. it is strange. Like you know, he doesn't wear pants, so why is he covering up? That's true. Yeah, what's he cut? There's nothing to cover up there. If you're not wearing pants any other time, you're not covering it up. Maybe yeah. maybe like he's like a uh, Yoshi, you know, with the nose or or cold with mm. the hat. Like he's uh, maybe yeah. he doesn't have the feathers on all the time. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, what is what is next? What's what's our fifth of the six questions we'll be answering? From Abdel in Egypt. Okay. Uh, dear Gopher, when did time actually begin? You say when did time actually begin? Yeah. Uh, a long time ago. Next question. <laughs> Damn it, Abdel. Mm-hmm. So you get Abdel, fucking snake. If that is your real name. All right. Uh, from... from oh, another one from. Well, I don't know if this is the same Abdullah. Uh, yeah, it's from a different thing. Mm. From Abdullah in New York. Okay. Dear Gopher, uh, recent fan, um, really enjoying the God of War videos. Uh, you know. A great game. Ended. I'm just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now you're doing a uh, Kirby, right? Yes, Brandon Tuck is playing Kirby. We got Tuck playing a game one on here. Kirby Master. Uh, what is your question, Abdullah? Ab- uh, uh, Abdullah is wondering which day was a kid born on if his leg come out at 11:59 p.m. but his head didn't come out until 12:01 a.m. Ooh, I you know I mean I'm not a doctor so I can't say this with with certainty you know I, I don't I don't have the insider scoop on that but for me personally if if I was the one making the decisions here I would say like baby isn't born until it's fully out I would say the head got to uh, come uh, out yeah, too I like whole, that I like that yeah whole thing got to come out you know that that's what I would say I I, I agree I agree yeah but again I'm not a professional. I don't know the actual answer. This is just what the answer would be if I was the one to deciding that. But you know, to, but to get the actual answer, you're gonna have to ask a uh, professional. You know, go go visit your uh, local doctor, and uh, you know, ask him. So see what he says, or she. Women can be doctors. Yeah. Or or uh, non-binary. You know, whatever whatever your doctor is, go go ask them uh, about this question, and and they'll they'll have a more reliable answer for you than I did. And that so, was fan mail for this week. Yep. Uh, so, so we talked about it a little bit. Let's, what, what's happening in Gopher and stuff? 
Uh, well, as you mentioned, we are on to Kirby now. <clears throat> Shenmue's still going. We did finish recording it, as I've mentioned, but there's still plenty of footage to go. It's going well into next month. I don't know when exactly it's going to end. I, I'm finally at the part where I'm editing the last uh, recording session, but that session was like four fucking hours. So there's a lot of footage still to go. It'll probably go until like at least halfway through next month, um, or this month, I guess, when this video comes up. Uh, and it, it's, it's, yeah, so there's a lot of that left. Uh, we just started Kirby. We just recorded the second session of Kirby today. Brandon's having a lot of fun with it. He did get mad at one point at, at, at something that happened in the session today, so there's that. Um, but for the most part, he's really enjoying it. I'm enjoying watching it. That's not something I usually do on the channel. I, I'm usually playing. Uh, so we're doing that. I think, Moose, I'm not certain, not certain yet, but I think once we finish Shenmue, like, uploading, well, actually, once we finish uploading Shenmue, we're going to be doing Spider-Man. We, we already started recording that. We recorded the first Spider-Man DLC. We got two more to go. But once that's done, and we get to the next game, uh, I did download a little, uh, little, little game uh, known as Bug Snacks. Oh, hell so yeah, I'm thinking, I'm thinking Bug Snacks is going to be up next on the channel after that. So you know, you got that to look forward to. I'm, I'm not entirely sure what it is. I know there's like little creatures that are yeah, bugs, but also snacks. I, I don't know. But it, it's by the um, octopus people, right? The Octodad. Yeah, yeah. By the, the makers of that. Yeah. So, uh, and I surprisingly enjoyed Octodad. So uh, we'll see if I like uh, Bugs next, but that's probably going to be uh, next after Spider-Man. And and that is, uh, and also Tuck, obviously, he's doing the uh, WWE 2K22 GM mode for Tuck Thursdays now. And as of this video going up, you know about it, so I can say it here without spoiling anything. You're, you're the only one who knows about it. Um, Tuck Thursday is out. There's a new Tuck, or not Tuck Thursday, sorry, uh, Tucker Variety Hour. A new Tucker Variety Hour that went out on... Uh, on, on Friday, um, April 1st, don't mind the date, it is definitely a real Tucker Variety Hour, uh, starring Tucker, and not anybody else. So go check that out. You know, once what you've done watching, once you've done listening to this, go ahead, go ahead and go, go check out that. This is a good time, hey. right? Yeah. They, they go over a movie called The Ginger Dead Man, starring Gary Busey. And, uh, oh, yeah. yeah go, go ahead and uh, watch Tuck himself react to that and uh yeah and so that that's what's going on with the channel at the moment and now our final topic of the night uh, you want to want to bring us into this uh, so i'm just going over cage match and opening tabs it's wrestlemania weekend everyone wrestlemania weekend there are many shows again i'm going to six of them but I'm not going to any of the, the big, big ones. You know, I'm not going to Ring of Honor. I wish I was, we, but I'm we, not going to Ring of we Honor. Didn't we didn't like going to AT&T Stadium. I, yeah, we went to WrestleMania together back in 2016. There was a, a lot of bullshit with AT&T Stadium. We ended up missing... We had to stand in a giant pile of people for the entire pre-show, so we missed, like, two hours of that. Lita was there. We didn't even know Lita was there. Um, uh, Could you imagine if we really wanted to see Lita and we paid $3,000 yeah. for tickets and we missed it? <laughs> yeah. And, uh, so that was a whole hassle, but, I mean, I did and, enjoy and remember, the show. Remember, we even, like, uh, they wanted us to, like, be organized and go on a line and shit. Everyone just started charging through the freaking ticket thing. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was, yeah. Uh, it was a whole hassle. Um, overpriced as fuck. It, you know, but, I mean, it was, once we actually got into our seats, it was a pretty good experience. Not, you know, like, it was, it wasn't, the, sure as fuck wasn't the best wrestling show we went to that week. 
Um, but it was still cool, I guess, to be there, you know? The atmosphere and all that. It's definitely something I never want to do again. It, it was like a, I got to do this once, that's good, cool, and then, and then never again. My new, uh, like, dream for wrestling is to go see either Wrestle Kingdom or the G1 uh, finale in, in, in Japan. Um, but that's partially because I just want to go to fucking Japan. Like, that's my, my dream vacation is Japan. Um, but as far as, like, I would fucking love to, you know, if I'm able to ever, ever in my life. Um, but as far as, like, in America, uh, I'd love to go to an AEW pay-per-view. Um, Ring of Honor is always fun. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm hopefully the next time either AEW or Ring of Honor is in, uh, in, in, in Dallas or Arlington, I'll be able to go. But... And unfortunately, not tomorrow. However, again, I got six shows I'm going to for for a, a colorful variety of indie companies, and indie shows are fun. You know, I got front row tickets for all of them. It should be a good time. All right, so let's let's preview some of these shows. All right, so uh, we'll do WrestleMania last. It's the it is the main event. So let's look at SuperCard of Honor. Well, technically, the main event is VIP Mania. We'll we'll do VIP Mania last. <laughs> uh, I got All right, Supercard of Honor. Yeah, this 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 Supercard of Honor, Ring of Honor, is easily the most stacked show for me. Looks so good, so good. So, all right, here we, here we, uh, so I, it. if you I don't know what what site you're using them on cage match, you gotta start on cage match. You start from bottom and work your way up. Uh, first match, yeah. ROH interim world women's title. Mercedes Martinez versus Willow Nightingale. Um, yeah. I don't know who Willow Nightingale is. I'm gonna be honest. I, I, I know I Mercedes. I'm pretty I sure I know Willow. Yeah. Uh, maybe Mercedes is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, again, I don't know anything about Willow, but I, I know Mercedes. I, I think Mercedes is pretty good. Um, yeah. yeah. Oh. I just I just remembered Tony Khan's booking this now, so that's why there's a interim rules <laughs> woman. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, okay, so we're getting uh, Jay Lethal, the um, probably the uh, what's what's the word? The, the ace of Ring of Honor, the ace of Ring of Honor yeah. versus Lee yeah. Moriarty. Uh, probably could be a good match. Jay can, yeah. like I can't like I know Lee doesn't have much experience, but. You know, him wrestling Jay would probably mm. help him out. Lee a lot. Lee is very good for his age, and he has uh, his mentor, the guy who trained him, Matt Seidel, is going to be with him. That's always great to see Matt. Yeah, so uh, that 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 should be a really good match. I think. Imagine Lee uh, easy win. Well, probably. I mean, I don't know if it's say easy win for Lethal, but put money on Lethal. I would say Lethal's probably going to win. Yeah, yeah. We got so, uh, Swerve, who goes by like fifty fucking names. He'll be taking on Alex Zane, uh, Isaiah Swerve, oh, Scott, oh, Isaiah oh, Scott, Scott whatever the fucking. Yeah, Shane Strickland. That's one kill shot. Fucking Swerve Strickland, Swerve Swerve the real. So many fucking names. That guy, who I, I, he's good. I like him, and he's taking on Alex Zane, who I don't quite know as well. I don't know him either. Uh, uh, he has an eight point eighteen on uh, on on cage match, so yeah. That should be a good one. Uh, now this yeah. match, oh, Ring of Honor World match, Tag Team Titles. This is the match I want to see. Uh, like, I'm yes, this is. Most... 
This is going to be it's 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 very close between this and the world title match for me for the one of the entire week that I'm looking forward to the most. The Briscoes defending the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Titles against FTR, Cash Wheeler and Dax Harwood. Oh, oh, it's going to be so good. We've been waiting for it for a long time. It's finally happening. Yeah, been getting teased for so long. Yeah, like this. Uh, out of all those cards, like I know I'm watching this one. I don't know if I'll see anything else, but I'm definitely watching this. So. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, actually, this will already happen by the time the podcast comes out, right? So. Yeah, yeah, it'll be uh, yesterday. Yeah, everyone by, can say uh, their thoughts. The yeah, so definitely looking forward to that. Two of the best tag teams in the world, I would say. Um, yeah, absolutely. Fighting for Ring of Honor tag titles. It should be a fucking top-tier match. And so, then... Another Ring of Honor title match. Oh, you got anything no. else to say about that? Uh, it's too bad that we can't have the Briscoes in AEW, but Turner mm. Broadcasting has fucking some Turner, executives yeah. that. Oh, they made a mean tweet ten years ago. Yeah, it's it's stupid. So, uh, up uh, up next, pure thing, title match. Pure title match. Josh the Goods Woods versus Willie. The, like, this will be a good match. I wish. Wheeler was used better in AEW, at least not. Well, he's starting to be used better. Like this is game. part of like setting up his push with uh, the John Moxley and Dana Bryan or Brian Danielson team up. Hey, if like, they're trying to they're if sort he, of recruit if he's him away from point. from the Get Along Gang, uh, they're uh, he, he's starting to push away from them and, and getting. And it seems like he's going to end up being part of this stable instead. And like they just he just faced somebody. Um, he faced Brian Danielson. on uh, Dynamite. Yeah. Um, and it's like it definitely seems like they're trying to push him and trying to get him to be a, like a big part of this. And I feel like this, like having him in a being a pure title match on Ring of Honor, is part of that. It's part of them and pushing he, him. He was in the uh, he was in the tournament to crown like when they were doing a new uh, let's see, two was it two years ago or was it last year? I can't remember now. But he was in the tournament hmm. to crown the the new champion, and he he did a great job in that. Yeah, he's he's really good, and I'm excited for what they're doing with him. It was 2020 when the tournament, towards the end of 2020, Jonathan Gresham yeah, ended up winning. Um, yeah, it was. He's really good. I'm hopeful that uh, that this is gonna help push him further into the whole Brian Anderson, John Moxley, William Regal stable, and it should be a good match. I I don't think I've ever actually seen Josh Woods. I've heard he's good. I've never actually seen him wrestle myself. But Will or you, it is great. So, and I've uh, heard that Josh is good. So it should probably yeah, be Josh. a good match. And then, then the main event for the to be to have an undisputed Ring of Honor World Champion, Bandito was unable to defend that final battle. Jonathan yeah. Gresham won the belt, so we're gonna finally find out who's yeah. the real world champion. Yeah. And it doesn't mention it here on Cage Super Match, Super. but Chavo Guerrero is going to be with uh, Bandito. Apparently, he's he's managing him now. Like that's just recent a recent development. I guess Tony had to make it up to Chavo. That's not, that's great actually. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yeah. Um, you so know, what, Jonathan, you know Bandito. I, I don't remember oh, yeah? upon the po- I'll say this. I don't remember on the podcast I said anything bad about Tony Khan about that. But you know, we if someone makes something correct, we ought to praise him for that. And I'll say what. Tony hmm. did was shitty before, but you know if he's making it up, that's fantastic. You know, yeah. 
Yeah. So, so it does show character that you know he's willing to, you know, say yeah, yeah, I messed up here, and you know if he's gonna do something for travel, you know, that's at least something, you know. Yeah. Um, both guys in this match are fantastic. Jonathan Gresham is one of the best pure wrestlers, you know, one of the best Absolutely. technicians out there. Bandito, I'm gonna be seeing live. Crazily enough, he's gonna gonna be at one of the shows that I'm uh, watching on Saturday today of, of this uh, podcast going up. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to that. And yeah, that that I think is going to be an incredible match. That and the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Titles match are, I think, going to be the highlights of the week. Yeah, of all the shows, this is the one I know for sure I'm watching. I might watch others. I, I mean, I'm a big wrestling fan. I'll probably try and see other stuff. But, um, this is going to be a great match. Uh, I really like both guys. You know, I, I just I love the Briscoes and FTR is great, so I know that's the one I'm looking forward to the most. I mean, you could that could have been the main event, but you know, you know, not to detract from the the, the main event of this match because it's gonna be great as well. Yeah, yeah. And so and that's Supreme Honor. And I linked you to GCW for the culture that's happening. Um, yeah. There we go. We got that one. So, opening match for the TNA Knockouts title: Tasha Steels versus Big Big Swole. Like, I, I, I'm not look like just looking at the opening match. Like, gee, what? Like, normally you want to start off hot, and it's a title match. Like, they could have done something different. Like. I, I think I'm, I said I'm this before, really like, Big Swole. Big Swole is really, like, one of the worst. Oh, oh, blaze it, w. blaze it. Big Swole's rating is 420 on cage match. Blaze it. <laughs> perfect, that's perfect, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen Tasha, I don't I don't know. She has a 6.7, which is decent. I, I've never seen her wrestle myself. I thought, it's hard for me to judge what she did. I think the only time I've ever seen her was in, like, a, that X Division women's match, and that had yeah. so many people. I do not know like half the people on this card. What JTG? Which one? I know JTG. AJ Gray's the guy. AJ is the guy who did that fucking ladder spot where he just completely fucked up and just fell, and it was hilarious. JTG, obviously, I know. You know, he's in crime time. He was he was VIP world champion like last year, I think. Yeah, he ended up losing it to the guy who was in the main event, Shane Taylor. So, who is currently first match is going to suck. I think the second match will be good. I mean, which is good. JTG versus Rich Swan, yeah. yeah. JTG uh, I, did have the most boring VIP title match I've ever seen, but I don't think that's because of him. I think it's because he was facing fucking Ethan Carter. I, I've never found him entertaining, or I never found him fun to watch, and now he's got this whole fucking super goddamn right-wing bullshit fucking... Ugh. Ugh. But yeah. I, I, JTG, though, I, I think is good. Uh, Rich Swan. It's good. Should be a good match. I don't know the people in the third match. Uh, I have no clue who Trisha Dora or MJ Jink. I don't. Yeah, I don't know who either of them are. Uh, Trish has a really good rating on here. It's eight point twenty six. The other one doesn't even have a rating. <laughs> she has. There was one rating, which is a ten, but like that's not enough ratings to get like an actual thing. So I have. Some I have no clue. Yeah, she's just a fan. Um, Darius Lockhart versus AJ Gray. You know that. that <laughs> I've heard he's what, good. What? I've heard he's actually good. I've only seen him in that one match, but I've heard he's good. But I, all I could think of is that fucking ladder spot. 
Uh, Hoodfoot versus Billy Dixon. Uh, did we see? I don't know Billy who Dixon the fuck either of them are. I don't know. I have no clue who the fuck Hoodfoot is. I don't know. Billy Dixon doesn't even have his own page on here. So, yeah, I don't know. Then we got Too Cold Scorpio versus Brian Keith. You know, I did not know Too Cold Scorpio was still wrestling. Oh, he's still wrestling. Uh, Too Cold Scorpio used to be my favorite wrestler. I mean, he's really fantastic. Hmm. I know in the... I mean, he's really slowed down. I mean, there's no way anyone's stupid enough to expect 1996 yeah, Too Cold Scorpio yeah. in 2022, yeah. but it would be great to see him. Yeah. Brian Keith, I'm not sure who he is. He's going to be at one of the shows I'm watching. I know that much. I don't really, I don't really know much about him. Uh, uh, thankfully, you're so. not going to be at the show because you. I imagine you'd reach your hand out and Shane Taylor would hurt it again. Or did, was it just <laughs> my hand? <laughs> it was both of us. It was, it was both. <laughs> Shane Taylor in the main event teaming up with O'Shea Edwards against AJ Francis and Tehuti Miles. Is that how it's pronounced? Uh, you know, uh, that sounds good to me. I don't know who that is. I, I don't know him. I've heard of AJ Francis, but I don't really know him. Uh, I've heard of O'Shea Hedowitz. I don't think I've ever actually seen him wrestle. And I think Shane Taylor is great. I think Shane Taylor is really good. Yeah, he's great. I, mean, yeah. Uh, I, I saw at VIP Wrestling um, a match between him and Chris Hero that was fucking incredible. You know, now, now that... Um, I don't know. You know, Shane probably doesn't have a contract to ring him on anymore. But I'd really like to see the... Uh, Pretty Boy Killers team up again. It was such a mm. great team. I really felt like it kind of, you know, ended early. Be- yeah. Because Keith Lee, yeah. of course, got signed by WWE. Well, I mean, you know, the AEW and Ring of Honor now, they're owned by the same guy. I could see it happen. I hope it happens. I think they were a great team. All right. And that uh, brings us to another GCW show, Joey Janela's Spring Bake 6 Part 2, The Greatest Clusterfuck. Is the name? Apparently. I mean, I might watch the other GCW show. Maybe I not. oh my god! I, I open it up and the first the fucking thing I see is Buff Bagwell. <laughs> oh, your you favorite know? Invisible Man, Sean Ross Sapp oh, okay. or Sapp? What the fuck? <laughs> Got Sean Ross Sapp on here, dude. It starts off with Buff, the, bag, buff yeah. the stuff versus Sean Ross Sapp in the Invisible It's a Man. cluster, clusterfuck, uh, battle royal, which has Buff Bagwell. Someone named Kamikaze, who apparently also goes by the name Ninja Mac. I don't know who that is. Uh, a mystery opponent. Guy Steele, Invisible Man, who is literally nobody. He's just nothing. And Sean Ross Sapp. Like, I'm not, I'm not insulting Invisible Man. He's actually not a person. It's just the air. So, just want to, you know. Um, does Sean Ross Sapp wrestle? Has he ever wrestled before? I don't know. He's like a fucking media guy. I don't know. Next up, huh, this one should actually be fun. Effie versus Minoru Suzuki. I uh, think that'd you know, be fun. Yeah, that, that'd be fun. I, I, might yeah. be probably a little bit of probably a lot of comedy, just like we got with. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's going to be a. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's funny spots for yeah. Jared, so probably yeah. good. <laughs> Choke him harder, daddy, or whatever the fuck he said. Choke him harder. Yeah, I give it to that. Um. Next match is going to be death, actual death. Mike Bailey versus PCO, which every match involving PCO is actual death. Yeah. Uh, Biff Music? Music? That sounds familiar. His name sounds familiar, but I don't, I don't know. Uh, uh, he's taking on. Is he in Tony Combat Zone Deppin. Wrestling? Oh yeah. Maybe? Oh no. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
Oh yeah, it's on, only Lorcan. Only Lorcan. Oh, only Lorcan. Okay, I like him. I like only Lorcan. With Tony some... Depp in. I think that's yeah, Tony... good. Oh, oh, uh, Biff, Biff Busick is only Lorcan. Okay, I don't know who Tony Depp is then. Uh, he he was in Ring of Honor. He's a former Stokely TV Hathaway Junior. Sounds familiar. That name sounds familiar. And uh, the main event: Matt Cardona with Chelsea Green versus Chris Dickinson with Missy Hyatt. I like Chris Dickinson. I've seen him at VIP a couple yeah. times. I think I think that'd be. I mean, at worst, it'll be all right. I mean, I like yeah. Zack Ryder. I was never a fan of Zack Ryder as Zack Ryder, but once he left and you know became, they started doing the Matt Cardona like his actual name and and started doing that shit. I I I've been enjoying what I've seen of it. You know, it's been ridiculous, like, but in in a fun way. Ever since he became Zack Ryder, like I've seen some of the stuff with when he was the Major Brothers in WWE and when he was uh. The Edge Heads or whatever the hell that team was. Yeah, with uh, Kurt Hawkins. Yeah, I mean, I like them in ECW on Sci-Fi, and uh, mm. unfortunately, he got kind of like screwed around in WWE. So. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Uh, do you have another one before WrestleMania? Oh, uh, several. Um. Okay, because we also have all the ones I'm going to. We could talk about. I could show you uh, the, the cards for the. Go over the cards for those. Uh, uh, yeah, sorry, I forgot to link you to the next one. Um, mm. Ooh, New Japan. New Japan Pro Wrestling Strong. Lone Star Shootout. Mm. Opening nice. match, uh, Chris Bay, who... Uh, I've seen him a couple times in TNA. Uh, I think he's okay. And Hukuliko... I've, I've, I've heard he's very good. Um, oh, oh dude, that guy, Hukuliko. I've dude, never seen him before, but wait. he has a 3.32 rating. In, in, the, in the opening round, Bart, it's past his bedtime, Barnett Brown and Bateman. Hey! Barnett Brown, Barry Brown, who's going to be facing Minoru Suzuki on one of my shows. He's in a stable? He's in a stable? Apparently, Stray Dog Army. It's him, Bateman, and Mysterioso. Hmm. In New Japan. I didn't even know he was in New Japan. What the fuck? Oh. Oh. Sure. I, I, thought, um, I, thought he just, I thought he was just doing jobs on the strong. <laughs> uh, for the next match, we got a six-man tag with Alex Coughlin, don't know who that is. Uh, Fred Rosser used to be Darren Young in WWE, yeah. and Dylan, uh, the, the DKC, which stands for Dylan Kyle Cox. Don't know him either. The only one I know out of there is the guy who used to be Darren Young. Versus and they're taking team, on Team Filthy. Yeah, uh, team J- Filthy. JR Crotos, former NWA World Tag Team Champion with Aaron the Idol Stevens, Royce Isaacs, another. Former NWA World Tag Team Champion with the guy who beat up Charlotte when they were engaged in so, <laughs> Brom, Brom, yeah, Brom. <laughs> I, I, I know Tom. I know Tom. That's the only one I know. Him and on the other side, Darren Young are the only two. Uh, Fred Rosa, now. Only two I know in that. Um, next match, Jonah, who was in uh, WWE as um, Bronson Reed, who's pretty good he's actually. In, for I think he's guy in that size. right now. Uh, taking on Blake Christian. Who I've I've enjoyed very much so what I've seen of him, old Blake Christian. I think I think he's good. That that should be a good match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like uh, I, I, I like everyone on Team Filthy. Darren Young is yeah, okay. Eight man tag. Oh, I'm Let's sorry. See, uh, and then Jonah, Jonah. I mean, yeah, that Jonah's good for what I've seen, and I never, I don't remember anything with Blake Christian. So. Yeah, I've seen Blake Christian. Yeah, I've what I've I've seen a couple things from him, but he's been great in everything I've seen. So, uh, then we have an eight man tag, another another big old taggy deal. We got Clark Connors, Carl Fredericks, Mascara Dorada, and Yu Yu 
Imura? I'd probably butcher that name. I know. I, I don't know the Japanese guys, but oh, actually, uh, Mascara Dorada, Mascara Dorada was in WWE as Grand Metalik, so I do know him. Oh, I'd never seen him. Yeah. that. I heard that yeah. name before, though. Yeah, the other ones I have no clue who they are. They're taking on uh, Finn Juice, which is David Finley and Juice Robinson. I, I like both of them. Diana Garcia, I like him, and Kevin Knight, I don't know him, but I like the other three there. Yeah, yeah. I... I like that name, Garcia. I like Fringes. Yeah. Could be good, uh, then. Uh, we got Rocky Romero versus Ren Narita. I don't know Ren Rocky's, Narita. Rocky's I know Rocky. Great. Rocky's good. Rocky's great, yep. Uh, Ren's pretty young. Oh, 24 oh, years old. Oh, shit. Dude, Minoru Suzuki versus Killer Cross? Oh, wow. Look at that. That should be good. Fuck, dude. Suzuki's working a whole lot of nights. Yeah, yeah, Suzuki's having a fucking time in Dallas. Uh, ooh, Mike Bailey versus Jay. Oh God, I wish I could see fucking Jay White live. Love that. Oh, well, you could, guy. but you probably go. This might be sold out. I, yeah, I, I couldn't afford to go to it anyway. Fucking things in a Fairmount Hotel. It's probably too far away, and that have to buy a ticket. I don't have any money. All my, yeah. pretty much all my shit spent. Um, but yeah, that's that. That should be great. I really, I really like Jay White. Mike Bailey's great. Then the main event, uh, Tomura, Tom, Ishii, Ishii the first name, Chris versus Chris um, Dickinson. This be this be really good. At, at least really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be, I, you I would, know what? Yeah, you know what? I'd watch the Ring of Honor show. I'd try to watch this. Maybe one of the maybe like I don't know how much I like it, but I do like the people on the George and all that thing. I don't know what what time does it start. It's in well, it's in America actually. If it's New Japan. It's in America. Yeah. Depends on what because like um, like I'm gonna be getting home on the day that this show happens. I'll be getting home at like four in, four in the morning. So we'll be coming from VIP Mania. If if it's if it happens at night, then I, I might watch it. Well, what we got next? Uh, up next, we got t- Total Nonstop Action Wrestling again. You know, Chris mm-hmm. Rocky's Impact here. Wrestling. Multiverse, <laughs> multiverse of matches. Starting off with an Impact Knockouts tag title match. Madison Rain's still fucking there. Yeah, no clue. She's Dude, teaming up that. with Tenille Dashwood. They're the champions, apparently. I like her. I like Tenille Dashwood against yeah. Gazelle, Giselle, however it's pronounced, and Lady Frost. Oh, I like Lady uh, Frost. as well as Savannah Evans and Tasha Steeles and the DK, Havoc and Champ- Rosemary. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I'm so tired of multi person matches. I like some mm. of the people though. Mm. Uh, we got champ, ch- champ, champ challenge match. I don't know why it's called that. Diana Peraza versus question mark, question mark, question mark. I like Diana. I think Diana's great. So uh, hopefully the uh, opponent is good. Uh, I haven't seen uh, much of her. Yeah, um, I think she's really good. We got a mixed tag: Mickey James and Nick Aldis versus Chelsea Green and Macardona. We've already talked about Matt. I, I, I love Chelsea. And she's going to be at the one of the shows I'm going to, which Matt will also be at, but they're going to be wrestling separate matches there. Uh, love those two. Well, I love her, like Matt. Um, I never, I, I've never been a fan of Mickey. I just, oh, I don't Mickey, know. Oh, Mickey, won't you please understand? You take me by the I don't, I don't think I, I think she's good. I've just for some reason never really been a fan. Same with Nick. He's somebody that I think is good, but I just, I don't, I don't know. I've never been into him. Uh, you know, in the, in the master, one of my favorite people. Um, Zach, <laughs> he's, you know, he's good. 
Chelsea so fucking cool. worked me recently because like one of the things I was most excited for was seeing her live, and then like there's a thing about her fucking breaking her wrist comes out, and I'm like, oh god damn it! And then it was a work. She didn't break her fucking <laughs> wrist. She oh. fucking wor- I got worked into a shoot. Damn it! Then we got the Impact X Division ult- title Ultimate X match, which features the only former E-Fetter in fucking professional wrestling that I know, Jordan Grace. And it's also going to have Chris Bay, Willie Mack, Rich Swan, whoever the fuck Vincent is, just Vincent, and the champion, Trey Miguel. I- I'm not really looking forward to this. I like a lot of the people in the match, but it's another multi-person match. Yeah, it's it's the kind of we match that had... you wouldn't like, but I will probably well, like it. I mean, we just had the, I... an Ultimate X match. I, I miss when I get, like, the woman did it. I wish they would save it for, like, Slammiversary or Bound for Glory mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. I, I, I wish it was more spread out, and I feel like mm-hmm. it would be more special. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I feel like TNA, like, sort of, like, ruined the X Division match sometimes. You like, the shit mm-hmm. where they have, like, the Dalizis a ladder to win the match whatever. Mm. Uh, ooh. Jonah teaming up with Josh Alexander against Moose, not you, the other one, and PCO. <laughs> that's interesting. That's a fucking interesting, uh... Yeah. That should be fun, at the very least. Right, interesting match. I remember um, when PCO Alex was Shelley... in TNA oh, yeah. as Mr. X. No, I do not. <laughs> I remember him being in fucking WWE, WWF in 1997 yeah. as a mid-card tag team, and then I remember him being Ring of Honor World Champion, and I remember nothing in between. <laughs> uh, up next, we have Alex Shelley versus Mike Bailey. That should be good. Uh, Briscoes versus the Good Brothers. I've been a fan of Alex Shelley. Yeah, he's, he's good. Uh, Briscoe Brothers versus the Good Brothers. Big old brothers on brothers match. Doc Ellis and Carl Anderson versus Jay Briscoe and Mark Briscoe. Should be good. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll say this. Ooh. like, uh, I, I always felt like... Um, I don't even know if they're overrated. Like The Good Brothers always seem to be pushed beyond what their rea- fan reaction is of them. Like, yeah. you, you know, they're IWGP tag champs. They're tag yeah. champs in WWE. I just... You know, I never got into them. I, I think they're both good wrestlers, but you, you know, I don't see them as like a top team in any way. Mm. Uh, hold on, what? Are, this the date for this show is the same as New Japan Strong. The next match is Chris Saban versus Jay White, which first of all, oof, um, should be oof. Um, but <laughs> so is this? This is another thing like uh, the shows that I'm going to, where it's a bunch of shows at the same place, the same day. Looks like it. it's at the Fairmont Hotel, and I think that's where the New Japan. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're both they're both there, and they're at the same date, huh? Probably that they would have Impact and New Japan and stuff like that. All is he's also where the fucking GCW shows are at? Probably not because there's um, a lot of GCW shows. Uh, oh no, they're they're at Fair Park. They're both at Fair Park on the same day, which is the same day as these two, huh? But oh god, dude, Jay White wrestling twice at the shit. Oh, oh, same building. Uh, yeah. God damn! I need more money in life. Um, that that should be great. That should be a great match. Uh, I think I think it'll be good. I think Chris Saban's, you know, he's old. He's kind of slowed down. So. Yeah. I think good. he's still capable though. And then going against Jay White. Yeah. Uh, the main event: Eddie Edwards and uh, Ishii. That should be great. Be a good one. Be really good. And that's uh that's that one. Then we got MLW Azteca Underground. At Gailey's. A lot of shows. Yes. 
Um, this is on this also on the same day, but at a different venue. And we're starting off with L.A. Park versus Jacob Fatu. That, that should be fun. I mean, Park's so old, mm. but you know, I think he could still have a good match. And Jacob Fatu's great. Mm. Uh, we got somebody named Flamita. I don't know who that is. Taking on Bandito. Should be fun. I mean, these guys are beginning all over the place in the ring. Nah. Uh, Caesar Duran versus Alexander Hammerstone. That his name, Alexander Hammerstone's name, sounds familiar, but I don't really know who that is, and I don't know who Caesar. Yeah, he's the MLW is. World Champion. Um, he was the guy that mm-hmm. was in the Dynasty with uh Richard Holiday and Max. Uh, oh, some guy apparently Max MJF. Apparently, he's actually secretly our good friend Jeff because uh, his nickname is El Jefe. <laughs> I don't know why it's El Jefe when his name is Caesar and his other names are Antonio and Dario. Oh, Dario Cueto? What the fuck? Not the fucking... Was he the guy who was like the GM of Lucha Underground? Yeah. Huh. I didn't know he was a wrestler. Oh, he's... Oh, hey, oh what? He's wrestling? So he's wrestling Hammerstone. Yeah. Huh. Why isn't he using his... He, like, he, he, he's also the... Now he's like... The matchmaker of MLW, but he's using the Dario name. Is he like? Huh. I can't remember. He's using Caesar Caesar Duran. According to that, huh. interesting. Um, then we have a six-man tag, which is King Muertes, Mads Kruger, and Richard Holiday. They have a Dick Holiday. <laughs> we have a Dick Holiday. Yeah. Uh, go, oh, Hammer, Alexander Hammerstone's apparently double booked because he's teaming up in this one with the Von Erichs, Marshall Von Erich and Ross Von Erich. Who's got two matches? One against fucking Caesar for some reason. I don't um, know most of the this, people. This in should this. be good. Like Mads, I mean, he's fine. King Murtos is great. Richard Holiday is very good. I like the baby faces, Hammerstone and the Von Erics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we got. Oh, anything else to add to that? No. Okay, I don't know what a Mexican lumberjack match is. I know a lumberjack. I don't know what specifically makes this one a Mexican lumberjack match. But it's Aramis, I don't know who that is, versus Gino, um, Gino Medina, who I've seen a bunch of times at VIP Wrestling. And he's he's usually pretty good. Hmm. I don't know what a Mexican lumberjack match is, though. I, I, I can't say I know what that is. Um, Davy Richards taking on Danny Limelight. Should be Danny good. Limelight I mean, sounds familiar. I know, I know David Richards. Oh, he wrestled in MLW for a little bit. Oh, uh, and the main event, Aerostar, L Dragon, and Microman versus a unknown, an unknown opponent, Erez and Mini Abismo Negro. Are all these guys minis? Because I, <laughs> I know Mini, uh, Asbro Negro is a mini, and Microman's a, like, uh, Erez is 5'8. Uh, Erez is 5'8. Um, L Dragon is 5'11. Aerostar is 5'7. So they're all short, they but, but most of them aren't actually. Dwarves. I don't get why this is the main event. I don't get why MLW is pushing Microman. Silly. I don't know anybody in this. Who do you think's the mystery person going to be? Um, Steve Austin. <laughs> Could be. Alright, uh, what's next here? Um, well, let's see. I'm, I'm looking... Looking at what is I that should a, put. Um, is that it for big shows aside from WrestleMania? No, no, because there's also there's another WWE one we should talk about. Oh, you uh, know, there's more. NXT, but... NXT, stand and deliver. All right, we got. Why? Why? Um, 
this can't be the opening match. I mean, it's not the bomb, yeah, but it has to be the main event. Yeah. I'm assuming, yeah, because it's Dolph Ziggler defending the NXT title against Braun Breaker, which should be a really good match. Um, They're both great. Yeah. It's, I don't know why the fuck Ziggler's NXT champion in 2022, but, you know, he, he's, he is great. He's just yeah. got fucking ruined by WWE for years. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but, and Braun but no, is really good. Yeah. Uh, NXT women's title, Fatal 4-Way, Mandy Rose, who I also don't know why she's champion, taking on Yoshirai, Kaylee Ray, and Cora Jade. Uh, Yoshirai is amazing. Uh, I like Cora Jade. I don't know if I've actually seen Kaylee Ray wrestle, but I've heard she's good. And uh, Manny Rose is meh. Manny Rose. How many, meh. How many multi-people matches? Huh? Oh, it's a lot. Yeah, I'm looking at it. Yeah, the next one is another multi-man. It's a five-man ladder match for the NXT North American title, which I think is something they regularly do, like every year. Carmelo Hayes is defending against Santos Escobar, Cameron Grimes, Grayson Waller, and Solo. Sakoa? Uh, I don't know who he is. Oh, it's one of the Fat Twos, apparently. Uh, hmm. yeah. I, I like Cameron Grimes. Part of that big fantasy. Uh, who's, Kamar- uh, who's Carmelo Hayes? Like, I don't watch WWE. He's, he's, he's pretty good from what I've seen of him. He's just he's just Carmelo Hayes. Like that's um, mm-hmm. he, He's pretty good, though, based on what I've seen. Um, Grayson Waller, I think, is pretty decent. And, uh, and then we have a triple threat tag match for the tag titles. The current champions Imperium, which is Fabian Eichner and Marcel Barthel, who like are very good from what I've seen. Um, MSK, Nash Carter, and Wesley, also really good. And the Creed brothers, I don't know these guys too well. Brutus Creed and Julius Creed. Don't know uh, them very well, but the other teams are great. Yeah. Uh, uh, we got, uh, is, is that MS- no, wait, MSK can't be the mighty don't kneel. Who's that? Oh, it's the Rascals. Oh, they're decent. Yeah. Yeah, pretty decent. Um, we got Tony D'Angelo versus Tommaso Ciampa. I've heard I of Tony D'Angelo. Tony I don't is, really but, know anything about him. Yeah, yeah but Tommaso's great. Yeah, Tommaso is, is uh, yes. Apparently, uh, Tony is, uh, I guess, one of the new guys they're bringing in because his career started last um, May. Last oh. May is when he had his debut. Like, it, in, in general, not just in WWE. So well, hopefully, um, <laughs> <laughs> and then we got LA Knight, who I really enjoy, uh, going up against Gunther, which is Walter under his fucking stupid new name. Which that name. should be great. <laughs> yeah, he Walter is great. I like LA Knight. Yeah, should be good. Should be good. Yeah. Good. Oh, <laughs> Apparently, I, LA yeah. Knight uh, at some point went under the alter ego El Hio de Trump. He used to be uh, uh he used to be have the stable in the NWA called the Border Control with Brian Cage, <laughs> Oliver. Oh uh, uh, god! Uh, we got WrestleCon USA versus the World. Hopefully, the World wins. Yeah, I'm rooting for the World here. Uh, we got the Rev Pro Undisputed British Cruiserweight Title. There's a lot of words in that one. Uh, Rich Swan is challenging the champion Michael Oku. Don't know who that is. Yeah, no idea who that is. He's he's the champion though. Um, Rich Swan's obviously good. Uh, we got the Warrior Wrestling Lucha Title Four Way. Um, Sam Adonis is cha- or is, is fighting against Abismo Negro, Mister Iguana, and La Hedra. No idea who these don't... people are. I've heard of Sam Adonis. I've heard he's good, but I don't I don't really know him. Um, Abismo, don't know that guy. Mr. Iguana sounds surprisingly sounds familiar, but I don't really know who that is. And oh, this is at the Fairmont Hotel. 
So it's the same place yeah. as New Japan and yeah. uh, and Canada. and it's the same day. So they got a whole fucking a whole show of shit going on that day. Uh, we got Davy Richards versus Mike Bailey should be good. Uh, yeah, yeah, Jessica yeah. Troy versus Rachel Ellering is she related to Paul? I'm assuming yeah, she's like Paul. She's she's precious Paul's daughter. Hmm. So yeah, she she might be good. I've never seen her wrestle. And, uh, I, 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 don't know I, I like her. I, I I've seen her a couple times. Hmm. Apparently, Jessica Troy is 25 years old, but she debuted eight years ago. So she was young. She's been going since she was young. Um, tag match: Bandito and Ray Horace versus Anthony Henry and JD Drake, the Woke Horseman, War Horseman with the. Are they the guys that uh, lost to Danielson and Moxley on Dynamite? Uh, may have been. I I think I, I like James Drake. I think. If 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 he's the guy I'm thinking of, uh, Ray Horace, I I believe I've seen before and he's pretty good. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. And um, we got Big Demo versus Calvin Tankman. Don't know either of these fucking guys. Oh, Calvin's uh, he he's been in MLW a lot. Uh, Big mm. Demo. Oh, Big Big Demo was uh Killian Dane WWE. He's pretty good. Oh, oh yeah. He's, yeah. He's good. Yeah. And then the main event, or well, the the top listed one here, because who actually knows what order these fucking matches are going to be going in for all these shows? We got Caleb Conley, Flip Gordon, so and Gringo Loco, which is which. Gringo Loco is a uh, fucking the, the guy who I said looks like Fat Enzo, who yeah. is going to be at one of the shows I'm watching. Uh, they're going against Arrow Boy, Aramis, and Erez. Yeah. They good. Yeah. 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 Gringo Loco is surprisingly good based on what I saw from him in that one match. Ooh, like oh. he's, he's the kind of guy you look at and you're like, "There's no way this guy is good," and then he actually ends up being good. So. Yeah. yeah. Uh, then we got, oh god, okay, we're not going to do WrestleMania just yet. I want to do uh, the shows that I'm going to first, and then we'll get to WrestleMania. Um, I don't okay. know the cage match. I'll, I'm just going to tell you the matches here. If you want to look the them promotion? up, though, uh, well, they're all different promotions. It's Texas uh, Mania 3, it's like the overarching thing. Uh, River City Wrestling is the first one. Well, which what, is going to be what, on uh, what, Saturday. Saturday, okay, so it's the second, right? Yeah, the second. Starting at noon on the second. Um... Yeah, it's gonna. They got for this. The Pillars of Destiny and Christy Jane's. I don't know who the Pillars of Destiny are. It's not saying here, and in, in the thing that I have, uh, but it's the Pillars of Destiny and Christy Jane's versus the DFW Cartel and Alejandra Lion. Lion. I I know nothing of that. I don't know who the Pillars of Destiny are. I don't know who the DFW Cartel is. If you if you find like the cage match for Age, it'll probably say more specifically. I don't know who the fuck any of these do. I right, think right, I've right. seen Alejandra Lion before. Wait, wait, tell me the promotion again. River City Wrestling. Uh, I'm gonna put in River um, Cage Match. Yeah, let's see. Let's see. Let's see here. Um, River City Wrestling. There we go. There's I'm two guess, of them. I'm gonna, I'm gonna assume the one out of Antonio. San Antonio. Uh, San Antonio. It's San Antonio. a San Antonio one. Yeah. Uh, events. Let's, let's see. Should be in. Yeah, RCW Mania. Yeah, they don't have the card on here for list for some reason. Rob's not even fucking wrestling. He's managing uh Katie Forbes and Maddie Ren- Renkowski, uh going against Kai Vibes and Jazzy Yang, which is Jimmy Wang Yang's daughter, and Jimmy's gonna be uh managing that one. Uh, just, a lot of this is people I don't fucking know, but you know. <laughs> we got the next match is uh Texas Treats and David Kidd versus Anthony Andrews, Casey Blackrose, and Rob Love. Don't know any of them. We got Diego Renee versus Brandon Vice, don't know them. 
Tom Latimer versus Sledge. Khan versus Weston Blake. And the main event, RCW Championship, Gino Medino, who I mentioned earlier, uh, versus Cam Cole versus Mysterious Q and versus uh, Will All Day. Will All Day has been booked for two shows that I went to and wasn't able to show up for either of them. So maybe I'll finally get to see this fucking guy wrestle. Who the fuck knows? Uh, I've seen Mysterious Q before. He was pretty good. Gino's pretty good. I don't know if I've seen Cam Cole before. So there's that one. The next one is Gulf Coast Wrestling Alliance. Gulf. This is going to be the one with uh, Zack Ryder and all of them. Uh, uh, Gulf Coast Wrestling Alliance. You just type in Gulf Coast and it's... Uh, Dallas? Yes, Gulf Coast does Dallas. GCEWA does Dallas. They actually have right, a so, here. So the first they have some I the got... Part. The first match I got listed uh Zack Ryder Matt Cardona Gino. Yeah. Matt Cardona versus Gino. That should be good. They got um Bandito versus ASF. This is the one where I'm seeing Bandito. I don't know who ASF is, but Bandito's Bandito. Uh they have Chris Carter versus Chandler Hopkins. Chandler Hopkins is a local guy who is very good. I've seen him at a bunch of the VIP shows I went to. He is super fucking good. Like one of my favorite local guys here. I don't know Chris Carter. Uh, and they got Mecha Wolf. Mecha Wolf is a fucking Efed character. Like, <laughs> I, I, he's he's this huge dude, big jacked as fuck. He, like the shit he does, like his the moves he does is like the most Efed shit possible. Like you just slap on as many crazy fucking moves as you possibly can. This dude is insane. He did a suicide dive at one of the VIP shows I went to, and it was like the fucking steel barricades that we have there. He like fully fucking like bent the fucking thing doing the suicide dive. Yeah, this dude's crazy. And he's facing Bestia666. I don't know who that guy is. Uh, but he he uh, fucking... was trained by Damien666. He's been in the yeah. NWA quite a bit. And the card on there doesn't mention it, but there's also going to be an NWA tag title match. Do you know who La, La Rebellion are? They're apparently the champions. Who is that again? NWA, um, NWA tag champs currently. I don't know who they are. Forget, forget who they're, they're taking on Moonshine Mantel and Ryan Davidson. Don't know either of them. And it also doesn't show it on, on this that card there, but there's also going to be Chelsea Green uh, going against Rachel Rose, who is the GCWA Women's Champion, so that's for that mm-hmm. title. I don't know Rachel Rose, but obviously, as I mentioned, I'm a big Chelsea Green fan. The next show, uh, Hybrid. It's, the company's called Hybrid. The show is called Hybrid Mania 2. Let's see if... Uh, let's see, I, Hybrid Wrestling. I don't see anything like that on my list. Or... Let me see. Let me see. Events. Because it might be Hybrid Wrestling. Uh... Yeah, not no that that company stopped doing shows in 2011. So yeah, I'm not saying anything here. Uh, but the card listed on here, we got this is like the most underground of all the shows that are going here. I had to fucking buy a ticket by sending them twenty dollars on fucking Cash App. So it's <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sledge, Jess E. James, Manny Lemons versus Con Moonshine Mantel and J.P. Harlow. I those are people. Uh, Vic Endurance and Robert Robert Baines versus Zakai Living and Devin Carter. Don't know any of them. Chris Marvel versus Joe Alonzo, uh, Tom Lattimore and Casey Blackrose versus David uh, Kidd and Don Juan. Tom Lattimore is a tram. Oh, 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 God, great. Uh, uh, we got Matt Vandegrift versus Diego Renee versus Johnny Rocket versus Jet Black. Those are people. Uh, we have, there's a Wrestling with Regret YouTube Championship, apparently. I didn't know, but apparently that's a thing. And the champion Steve Miggs, whoever that is, is going to be facing Le- Levi Shapiro. I, I've oh, heard of wrestling oh, with regret. Uh, Levi Shapiro, I think he. No, I th- it might be someone else. I think he wrestled in, like he's wrestled in SoCal mm-hmm. and championship. He's gonna be uh, getting accompanied 
He's going to begin managed by Brian Zane, who I know is like one of the wrestling moves that with regret guys. And um, Steve Miggs is going to be managed by Mr. Ulala, whoever that is. Oh, he, uh, he, yeah, he, he, he's top, uh, from top Championship top. Wrestling from Hollywood. Mm. Uh, top top listed match here. Jimmy Wang Yang actually wrestling in this one, teaming up with his daughter, uh, as well as Miss Miss Mitchell, taking on Brandon Vice, Maddie Rakowski, and Kai Vibes. Nah, yeah. And then we got Inspire Pro. Let's see if they're fucking this the show is on here. Inspire Pro. Yeah, there we go. Inspire Pro. Oh that's yeah, I see. In the title Inspire. database. That's in the title database though. There's no matches um, listed on here on the event page. Yeah. Alright. Uh well then I'll listen here. We got Killa Kate and Jordan Blade versus Rachel Rose and Tootie Lynn. Rachel Rose is gonna be the one that uh Chelsea Green's facing earlier. Uh Ryan Davidson versus T Ray Watford. Uh we got some team called the Born Haters versus the Great Ones and Luigi Primo. Don't know what the Great Ones are. Don't know who Luigi Primo is. Uh Steve O'Reno versus John Bedlam. Uh, we got Four Way, Exodus Prime, Mysterious Q, Pistolero, and Will All Day, allegedly, in that <laughs> fucking match. Uh, Arrow Boy versus Prince Adam, Brian Keith, who we mentioned earlier, versus Gary J. In the main event, Davy Richards, somebody I know, yeah. versus oh. Great Scott, whoever that is. Again, like th- these are the uh, the underground underground fucking cards here. Um, and then finally, like that that that's the last match of uh Saturday, which is gonna be starting at fucking Oh wait, no, that's not that's the second to last match. The the last card, I mean, is New Texas Pro and a show called Cowboys from Hell. Let's see if that one's on here. New Texas Pro Wrestling oh, yeah. the show. There are the companies on here. Yeah, Events, card. yeah Cowboys yeah, from Hell. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So that's seven matches listed there. Is that all of them? Okay, they're missing two, but we'll, we'll read those first, then we'll see the last two. So, Brian got... Keith versus Joss Alexander, former TNT yeah, World for, Champion. For um... the for the Texas pro, new Texas Pro title, which Brian Keith currently holds. Um, we got Rachel Rose, apparently has another championship. She's defending the new Texas Pro Women's title against Maria May, whoever she is. I don't, I don't, I don't really know her. Got Max uh, Heights. We got versus... Max Heights, the I... new Texas Pro Lone Stars champion, defending against Terrell? Terrell? Tempo? T-E-R-R-A-L-E Tempo? Yeah. Uh, we got tag team match of Violence is Forever, which is Dominic Garino and Kevin Koo versus Fly Death, which is Warren Johnson and Zach Mason. I think One Violence is Forever is okay. They've been in MLW mm. a lot with Selfie uh, huh. Tom. And we got Lufisto. Lufisto? Lufisto? Taking on Hyan? Hyan? Don't know her, but I know Lufisto. Yeah. Uh, we got Alec Price, Alec Price versus T. Ray Watford versus again allegedly <laughs> Will Hall Day, and uh, Chris Bay versus ASF. I don't know who ASF is. The two that are not listed there are. Let me see which two they are. There's a no holds barred four way between Aaron Mercer, Sky De La Cremosa, Akira, and Hoodfoot. Not fucking Hoodfoot again. <laughs> Uh, and Mysterious Q versus Mysterious Opponent. Mystery Opponent. So, oh, man. Mysterious Dude's taking on an opponent. And then finally, that that's it for that day, but then I'm going back on technically Monday, Monday at midnight, right after WrestleMania, for VIP Mania. I only see one second ever listed v- on Cage Match for this. You only see one listed there? There are uh, a full show here. The one listed on Cage Match is Barrett Brown versus Suzuki, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Uh, there's also going to be uh, ASF, Izzy James, 
and Helio Gyra versus a boy fat fucking uh, uh, Enzo, Gringo Loco, <laughs> B-Boy, and a mystery partner. Don't know who that is yet. We got Casey Nazaro versus uh, Chandler Hopkins, who I mentioned is really good. Josh Woods versus Brian Keith. We got the VIP Tag Championships, which are Fly Death for the current champions versus Injustice. I don't know who they are. Um, uh, oh, Ninja that's Mac uh, is... that's um, they're an MLW. It's uh, hmm. God, I can't remember the name. <laughs> Jordan Oliver and um, ah, uh, oh, man, someone else. Yeah, I can't I'm sorry. That's <laughs> fine. Um, yeah, uh, then there's Ninja Mac versus Matt Cross. That should be fun. Team Matt Cross. Uh, Shane Taylor versus Loki. Oh, wow. The wrestler, not the Marvel character. <laughs> and then Suzuki versus Brown. And then that'll be, uh, the last of the shows I, that I'm going to see. I, I got that question. Are you gonna chant past your bedtime at Barnett? Ah, <laughs> uh, and it's tempting. It's very tempting. Although, I don't know, fucking Suzuki might put him to sleep. <laughs> he might chop him so hard that his fucking heart just stops. So I believe the tagline for this next show is. I actually gotta look. I can't remember. Um, the most for WrestleMania. The most stupendous two night event in WrestleMania history. <laughs> yeah, stupid. This stupid fucks. So we got yeah WrestleMania night one on Saturday. Uh, which I'm going to be watching other shows. Uh, we got Charlotte Flair defending the SmackDown Women's title against Ronda Rousey. Both of the women's title singles, women's singles titles are going to be online on night one. They have the tag titles on night two with both of the singles titles on night one. Uh, Becky Lynch defending against Bianca. We got. I, I think I think, those two, oh, I, I think those two matches will be good. At least. I'm I'm there. There's a little bit of worry with the Becky and Bianca match. Because apparently they had, like, Becky try to cut Bianca's hair on SmackDown or Raw or whatever. On Raw, I guess. And, like, oh, yeah. Bianca, like, versed and ended up cutting some of Becky's hair. And people think that there's a possibility that they're going to make this a hair versus hair match and have Bianca lose as a way to, like, capitalize on the Jada Pinkett Smith stuff. Which would be fucking horrible. <laughs> and I, I hope that they don't do that. Kind of strange <sighs> um, thing to do last minute. Yeah. But it's WWE, so who the fuck knows? Uh, tag titles, SmackDown tag titles, Usos versus Rick Boogs and Shinsuke. Um, Ridge Holland and Sheamus versus The New Day, specifically Butch. Woods and Kofi. With Butch? Oh, that's uh, Pete Dunne. They renamed him the oh. fucking Butch. And they gave him... <laughs> he looks like a fucking, like, like one of those old-time chimney sweeps now. <laughs> I don't... Dude's about to start fucking saying, please, sir, can I have another? It's... it's uh, I don't... Then we got the Mysterios, Dominic and Ray versus fucking Logan Paul and The Miz. Because Miz is just fucking celebrity fodder at this point. Uh, we got Seth Rollins versus Question really, like, like, There's like so many people like on the underground underground shows that would be better in this match than Dominic. <laughs> <laughs> we got Seth Rollins versus a mysterious opponent or mystery opponent who is oh, question. everybody's question. assuming is Cody. Yeah, do you think it's Cody? Probably, yeah. Um, although I I really hope it's not, just so that everybody is super underwhelmed. Well, would it be underwhelming anyway if it was Cody? People are excited to see Cody there. I think like uh, Cody, people will be excited the first time he comes out, and then like by week three, he's not gonna be special anymore. Well, yeah, they're gonna fucking WWE is gonna promise him everything and then give him nothing. 
they're gonna make him come out as a big big deal, and then very soon after he's so, just gonna be dropped into the midcard. How how'd you feel if he came out? This he he was a surprise opponent, but he's like Stardust again. <laughs> oh, oh God, oh, Cody, you poor fuck. I, I won't put past. Yeah, and we got Drew McIntyre versus Happy Corbin with Matt Cap Moss, which yeah, I, I, that's night one. Um, I, I'll say this: like, if I was looking at a Raw, I think the like the two women's matches would be something like okay, I can watch that. But everything else, like, if it was just on Raw, I'd be like, the fuck would I even want to see this for? Even Logan Paul, like, you know if. We had the Mysterios versus Logan Paul, and then it was on Raw. I mean, we got Kayfed on Raw one time. Like, like if they did that on Raw, I'd be like, why the fuck would I want to watch that? <laughs> and where is Night 2? We need a link for a phone. Oh, 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 there's a phone. Hey, we're back. Alright, uh, well, at least the timing was okay. Like, we talked about this. We're Night 1. Yeah. Alright. I I I'm just gonna say like I'm just gonna say goddamn can I go a podcast without people wanting to fucking call my ass <laughs> like yeah, yeah. uh okay so I sent you the link to night two we're gonna get through that and then we can finally end this one this is, this is a girthy one biggest night in wrestling for the year it's like wrestling Christmas for people yeah, yeah you know. Um, I mean, we're not getting gaming Christmas this year, so, yeah. E3 was, uh, it's not happening. I do <laughs> So, main event. It hasn't been great be... recently, but, yeah. Main event's Brock. Uh, yeah, Brock Roman. and Roman. You, title unification, um, WWE title, and... universal title. Yeah. This big you know, spot why not? They have good matches. Yeah, it's just, it's just. It's, they try to make it seem like it's like the fucking next, you know, Stone Cold versus The Rock, or uh, you know, one of those kind of uh, things. And it's, it's not. And, uh, like, no matter, it's, yeah, no matter how much they try to force it to be, it's just not. I mean, honestly, uh, got, like, it's probably the biggest match yeah. they could do, and that's pretty sad. Yeah, yeah. We got AJ Styles versus Edge, which AJ's getting good, kicked in the know? balls again for like, like, yeah, yep. Like why? Why they, I, they probably turned edge? <laughs> they probably turned edge heel just to kick Adrian the balls. You know we're talking like the last match we we're talking about the same old shit. Like again, like oh we just gotta kick Adrian the balls for WrestleMania. <laughs> that's a WrestleMania tradition. Uh, we got the women's tag title match, which is the only women's match that's not on night one. We have uh, Carmella and Zelina, who are champions for some reason, versus Natalia and Shayna Baszler, who are teaming up for some reason. Versus Naomi and Sasha, who used to be in a team together, and I guess they're teaming again. Versus Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley, who are teaming again, or teaming up for some reason. Because I don't know why the fuck have to, most of these fucking teams I mean, are teams. There's women I like, but like, like, I wish they could, I wish they'd just give like two of the teams a chance to shine instead of oversaturating mm-hmm. us with the I, <laughs> I don't know why most of the people are teaming. I like everyone in this match except for Natalia and the Carmella's alright. Um, I I don't like Selena so much personally. Uh, after the whole like her, it seemed like she was gonna stand up to WWE and then unionize and all that, and then she's like, ah, you know what? They're giving me more money. I'm going back. So kind of, uh. but she's good. She's good in the ring, I guess. Um, sh- I love Shayna, but then she's teaming up with fucking Natalia because I I don't know why. Um, 
Rhea Remember Ripley's great. Liv Morgan has improved like dramatically. She's done so was much. Tell you the one that had the farting gimmick. Yes, yes, she was, and that happened while she was teaming with Beth Phoenix. So, oh, yeah. oh, WWE. Yeah. Uh, speaking of multi-person tag matches, we then have the Raw tag titles being defended by RK Bro, Randy Orton, Riddle against the Street Profits and Alpha Academy, which is Chad Gable and Otis. Why? Why which, is it? Why yeah. wasn't this the spelling bee? Why did they do that with someone? <laughs> yeah. Pretty fun, at least. I mean, I'm not going to watch it, so I don't know, but, you know. Uh, and then we have an Anything Goes match. I don't know why the fuck they're not just saying, like, no disqualification or hardcore or whatever. It's Anything yeah. Goes match. Oh, Sammy Zane I, it, versus it, Johnny Knoxville. Well, it's because Johnny Knoxville does a uh, jackass, and, you know, Anything Goes in those movies. So. I, it makes sense to me, but yeah. uh, like, I, I don't want to see Johnny Knoxville wrestle. Yeah, and Mania, and, and I mean, <laughs> why can't Sami Zayn just be allowed to be a good wrestler again? Like they've been doing this shtick for fucking like past couple of years since he's been heel, where he's just he's just there. He's just not even like allowed to actually wrestle well. He's just, he's just meant to be a joke, but he's so good. But then he's just doing this shit. It's, uh... Uh, then we have for some fucking reason Bobby Lashley versus Omos, which is. The stupidest fucking thing they could be doing. I mean, almost, almost has been great in his role as like AJ's tag team partner, where he doesn't actually have to do much. He's just there to be like the presence is meant to be the thing. But they're putting him in a fucking one on one match, which he's I, not I, good. He can't wrestle. I love, I love Bobby Lashley, but like he's not the guy. Who, I love Bobby. I mean, yeah, is he like, gonna, he's you're not gonna, gonna carry, get carry him. Yeah. yeah, you're not gonna, you're not gonna. If you're putting him against some, like if you're putting almost in a singles match, you need somebody who can carry him. Bobby could physically carry him. Yeah, he could no, lift I mean, him. I mean, could but that. but he cannot carry him in a fucking match. It's it's gonna expose how horrible almost actually is as a wrestler, and, and just ruin all they've Bobby done too. to get him over. Yeah, um, and then Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory for some reason. I I like Pat. I like Austin. I, I also it's not listed here. Hey, but this is better than like Vince versus Austin Theory, which was a suggestion. Also, I just realized. Right, I just realized. So this the main event's gonna be Brock versus Roman. On the last show, both of the women's title matches are on there. Neither of them are gonna main event because the main event is the fucking interview with Stone Cold and and Kevin Owens. Like they've confirmed that that's headlining. Oh uh, yeah, a talk show, a talk show segment. So both it, women's title it, matches are on the same show and neither is headlining. It makes sense because Steve Austin's would be the biggest. Star on that show, but like it's totally like, gonna be a fucking match. I know, I know. I, I absolutely get what you're saying. Like, I get what their yeah. thinking is, but like, I, yeah. it does like sort of like, like, like you gotta present your wrestlers as stars, and you know, people take the main event as the main event. Like, as I said with AEW, like I don't like Adam Page as the world champion, but yeah, I'll have the main event be the world title match. Yeah, like it. It feels like when you're when you have two nights of WrestleMania, it feels like one of the big reasons for doing that is so that you can have men main event one and women main event the other, and the two biggest matches on the card are the women's title matches. But nope, we get a fucking talk show segment as the main event. Oh, about Texas, fucking talk show segment about Texas where the babyface is the one rooting for Texas. Oh my god. Anyway. Texas is a heel. Texas is a heel state. <laughs> We have anti-abortion laws. Fuck this place. I'm not going to cheer for Stone Cold because he's fucking defending Texas's honor. 
Oh, man. That's WrestleMania. That's oh, fucking WrestleMania, and I cannot wait to not watch it. Yeah, I mean, th- there's good matches here, but, like, I don't want to sit through five mm. hours of shit, dude. There's going to be some great matches. They're probably going to be booked horribly and there's going to be a lot of shitty finishes, but there's some great matches. And then there's Johnny Knoxville wrestling and, and Logan Paul wrestling and Shayna Baszler teaming with Natalya for some fucking reason. And Omos versus Bobby. And a fucking NFL punter versus Austin Theory. I like Pat, but fucking come on. Come on, man. Ugh. Yeah, so that that's, you know... Technically, that's not the main event of WrestleMania, or WrestleMania week, because that's going to be VIP Mania happening right afterwards. So the actual main event, the actual final match of WrestleMania week, Minoru Suzuki versus Barrett Brown, the real headliner. Where I'm going to, in person, witness a fucking, probably a bunch of Minoru Suzuki chops. I'm going to watch a man's heart explode. Hey, what Minoru Suzuki is uh, the mystery opponent for Seth Rollins? <laughs> <laughs> or what, what if it's Barnett Brown? Yeah, I know. Barnett Brown versus, yeah. As America was getting, fucking jobbing the Braun Strowman. <laughs> oh, God. Dude, I, I would, like, I, obviously it's not going to happen, but I would fucking love Suzuki versus Seth Rollins. That match would fuck. Well, it, it's been another long episode. You know, yes, mad- our poss- possibly our longest, because we had one that was also like two hours long. This one might have beaten it. But, I mean, I- it's following our shortest, so. True, true. I think, th- I think was the one before last week's? Was that the other one that was over two hours? That's, yeah, I think that was two and yeah. a half. So I think we did a, we did a nice little sandwich of two super long episodes with one short episode in the middle. You know, this... Yeah. Like, we're going to end up being like Rogan and Jim Cornette where we're just doing five-hour podcasts every week. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Well, 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 everyone, we gave you another long one, like we just said. Um, Yeah. Future uh, Justin is going to need a pay raise if he's editing five-hour podcasts. (laughs) (laughs) So, I'll just say, the Green Party of Alaska, we're going to be involved in Hempfest. Um, I'll get the dates for you. Yeah. It's in a couple of weeks. You know, 420 yeah. is coming up. That, that's definitely I one of the days. I wish I could. Yeah, Hempfest mm-hmm. is down in Kenai this year. Um, the, the mayor of Kenai is running for governor. He's, I believe he's at the event. Um, 420 is an easy date, remember. It's three days. I think it's the 19th to the 21st. I'll get you uh, mm-hmm. more information on the, next week's podcast. Yep. Um, Next week. Coming out on that dang old 9th. April 9th. And you can even remind people again on the 16th. That'll yeah. be right before it. Absolutely. Uh, there you go. Uh, and of course, I've said what's happening on Gopher and Tuck. You know, we're doing stuff. We're doing things. I finished Elden Ring on stream. I don't know if I mentioned that before, but I finished Elden Ring on stream. So we're just... And, and, and I've noticed you put it on YouTube, too. Yeah. Uh, the, the entire... Series has been all all the vods have went up on YouTube, all five or six of them, however many it was, and I'm still doing Dark Souls two co-op with Jeff. All of those are gonna go up on YouTube when I finish it. Um, every Tuesday we're doing that, and we're just streaming whatever else. We streamed Halo today. We streamed WWE two K twenty two the other day, uh, and we're we're just kind of mostly doing the the random 
multiplayer stuff. Probably gonna be a drunk stream coming up uh, sometime next month. You know, maybe, maybe next week. Maybe next week I'll do one. Who knows? Maybe, maybe next week. Maybe the week after that. But this is definitely gonna be another drinking stream coming on up here. Yeah. I'm Joshua Hadley. He's Justin, Justin Blanchard. Thanks everyone for watching, listening. Have a good rest of your Saturday. Yeah, enjoy your Saturday. And if you're watching WrestleMania, sorry. Sorry. But you're all damn blood. <laughs> <laughs> Bye.